Hi everybody, this is Jarrett from Mash Those Buttons. This is uh, part two of MASHcast number nine. And this part we're going to be discussing the big three, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony press conferences. So thanks for listening, and enjoy. Let's start with the worst. Let's start with Microsoft conference. Yeah, let's just go in order. Let's just start with the, let's yeah. start with the, what we started with, Microsoft's press conference. My, I, the problem with Microsoft's press conference is that, yes, that was the problem right there. Like, I'm There's reaching a lot for, of problems, and it starts with that. That's, that's why. I'm, 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 like, I'm like reaching for words to try to come up with like a one-word description, but it was just garbage and it was garbage because all they showed was connect they showed everything with connect except gears gears didn't have any connect functionality did it i don't think so they just really just had them come up and play that you know cliff and ice t came up and played it i'm sorry about it ice t wasn't playing anything ice t wasn't playing anything wow Cliff, <laughs> Cliff gave Ice T the little brother controller. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're controlling the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened with Ice T. He wasn't controlling anything. Um, yeah, they, they were both seemed to be doing way too well for uh, unless he's been like coming into the epic and playing the game for a few weeks leading up to E3. You're well, he, I don't know though. Ice T is a legit gamer. The dude actually really does play. Like I'm he's, not saying he's, he's not. He's, but yeah, I mean to just go never through, having played it before. Be smooth, yeah, uh, that seems kind of off. Yeah, I mean, well, I won't come back around to the whole gears thing. We'll come back around to live demos in general, actually, because that, <laughs> that's something that I think we need to talk about anyhow. But yeah, anyway, aside from that, connect. Oh yeah, well, I'm just Sesame I was just. Street. What did you say, Nick? Sesame Street. <laughs> We're throwing too much information in at one time. Yeah. We got to go yeah, in order. Uploading people. All right. Got I, it. <laughs> I can't contain my excitement for Elmo, but please, let's. you're right, let's start at the beginning now. Okay, so I guess I'll start with the Modern Warfare 3 opener that they had. They showed some gameplay of Modern Warfare 3, which, I don't know, like, there's nothing different here. <laughs> like, still. Like everything that we knew that it was going to be and that we've seen already. Uh, no. It was underwater, yeah, you know... But uh, there wasn't anything that was new. It's just prettier Modern Warfare. That's all it is. Yeah, and, and it didn't even look it... that much better, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it didn't. But, I mean, at least it, that is the only really noticeable thing, though. Like, there's nothing else that I could point out and be like, yeah, they did that thing. No, it just looks a little better. That's it. <laughs> 
and the leak that came out a month ago just really made me like really disinterested in that because it's like okay yeah we already know a lot about Call of Duty and that, that's the thing like you know they they kept saying like Activision kept saying and kept saying after the leak came out that like you know a whole bunch of information's gotten put out a lot of misinformation we're gonna clear things up you know there's gonna be more than what you've seen more than what's been talked about during the leak and. Yeah, there's been a couple of little fine points that have been off, but for the most part, I haven't seen anything that I didn't see in the in the, the leak. You know, aside from the fact that they the did underwater a gameplay thing. video, yeah, like that that they did a gameplay. Yeah, yeah, Nick is right. They didn't mention that you were underwater in the leak. Yeah, <laughs> he just he just blew this there's thing wide open. Lover, yeah, in space. No. Yeah, dude. It, it was like, like that, but with water instead of space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, like, I'm not excited for it all. And, you know, it's underwater, a little calm moment, then guns are blazing, explosion, 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 on rail segment, guns in the face, explosion, explosion, done. Like, that's, I mean, that's that was pretty much it, you know? Nothing new, yeah. still. And this, you're absolutely right, like, Activision, they they said, oh, yeah, well, there's misinformation and more information will come out. They didn't show me anything I already didn't know. You know, yep. and if you, if you listen to that audio, like that, that audio leak or that video, I guess, that they put out or whoever leaked it put out or put together, like that right there, like, gives you so much information, you know, you already know what's going on. Yeah, so, it was an intense how much stuff came out of there. Yeah. Which... Uh, leaks are good and bad. It's you know we're if you're excited for it, you're like, oh yeah, awesome information early. But then when like the actual thing comes along that you wait all year for, if Call of Duty is your thing, and you know as we know for many 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 people it is, then it's like you see and like, well this isn't really that exciting even for me anymore because I've already read and seen and heard yeah. all this stuff pretty much. Yeah, you pretty much got a synopsis of the game in front of you, but. It- even beyond that, even beyond the leak, I mean, yeah, it was a big opener because Modern Warfare is going to be a big deal. You know, it's it's going right. to be. Even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't do half as well as it has done, it is still a major, major deal compared to other games. It's going to move millions of units. We already know that. So right. Gonna, like, I mean, even if it sells half, it's still selling three times as many as some most other games. So, right. um, so, but even aside from the leak, if I hadn't known anything about the game and saw that video, I'd still feel the same way. Because to me, it was indicative of everything that we've already seen in Call of Duty. You just change a couple of the settings, you put somebody underwater instead, even though we've had on rails little underwater segments before, Black Ops, you know. But, and now you just throw it into a new little package and, and call it a new game. To me, it, it still wasn't exciting, regardless. <laughs> like, it, it's the same stuff we've seen. Pretty much. I mean, and I just don't like it's everything you've seen before in Black Ops and Call of Duty 2 to the point where we don't even need to talk about it anymore. Let's just talk about Tomb Raider. Let's <laughs> 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 talk about Tomb Raider, which was actually um, pretty nice. Um, yeah, it looks really good. I'm not thing, even really a big Tomb Raider fan. 
Well, me either. I don't think anybody's a Tomb Raider fan, dude. Like, not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. Like, when it first came out, you know, back in the day, that was one thing. But now it's kind of like, you know what? I get excited for Tomb Raiders. Like, when Tomb Raider Underworld, that commercial that they showed, I'm like, wow, that looks awesome. And yeah. I played the game, and I'm like, this game is cool. And then I fell asleep, and then I never played it again. <laughs> 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 But like this, uh, reaction I liked it a little better than that. But yeah, I mean, it still wasn't like, oh my god, I love Tomb Raider again. It was like this is a decent game, and that's not really saying a whole lot. You know, it was just decent. Yeah, like it. Uh, it looks good, and you know what I noticed that it has um, that Dead Space cinematic effect. Like no HUD. Um, well, it, unfortunately. You don't, uh, you know, like with Dead Space, you could have the hovering menus coming off of his suit and stuff like that. You right. can't do that in Tomb Raider, so when you have to press a button, you know, it pops up. But other than that, you know, no HUD. Um, you know, things kind of popping out at you and, you know, you know, grabbing you from a cinematic standpoint, you know? Yeah, it actually looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to play. It doesn't look like it's just, oh, this looks cool to look at. It looks like yeah. I would have fun playing this, you know? Yeah, they. I mean, they really did, like, break it down and basically, you know, it wasn't exactly a reboot because there's nothing that says that by the end of this she can't turn into what she already was, you know, in the other games. But it's definitely kind of a restructuring of, like, why she is the way she is. And it's interesting to see her not as a standpoint where she's, you know, walking into a tomb all calmly with her eight bajillion gadgets and her dual pistols and, you know, form-fitting swim outfit, whatever she's wearing at the time. Instead, it's, you know, she crash lands in some place, you know, not crash lands, but, you know, crashes on shore someplace in a boat that gets torn to pieces. She's injured. She's hurt. There's cannibals and crap on the island. And that's, and you basically are just, you get started out with that, with a little pick, you know, pickaxe type tool and basically, you know, survive. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I thought the sound design was pretty cool, like, in terms of her getting hurt. Like, it actually sounded like yeah. it hurt. Like, when she, like, set the thing on fire, she's like, this is going to hurt. And then she screams, I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know, and then she hits the ground, yeah, I'm like, damn. You like, oh, my man, she just broke some bones there. Yeah, exactly. And then you heard her, like you said, you heard her screaming, like, in total agony. And, like, wow. Yeah. Messing around here, they're messing her up. Yeah. Or like when um the part where like the ground collapsed underneath her and she's rolling down the um I guess that little hill and she hits like a couple rocks. I'm like fuck. Yeah, yeah they're, like, not, they're, they're not shying away from like actually hurting her. It's yeah. not just a little superficial like oh she got a scratch oh man that's so crazy but like like it's like real like she's getting hurt. You yeah. know like it's it's not. You know, they're not shying away from any of that stuff, which is nice. Although I will say about the sound, sound design is nice, but if you turn off the video, like if you just listen to the audio, it sounds like something very different is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, and it's and it, and it, this is a problem that's not just with Tomb Raider, it's with every game that has a woman in it that's getting, that gets hurt. If you are not watching the game that's being played, it always sounds like something very different is going on. And I guess it's because, you know, you don't actually want to hear mind-rending agony from a woman. But at the same time, come on. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Just a little bit more on the agony side, a little bit less on the O side. (laughs) Oh, it still sounded, you know, better than... Most of the time, when when you when you, uh, females in the game get hurt, it's like, uh, you know, like yeah. well, <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. Yeah, it's definitely like real, you know, emotions. Yeah, it, then, then they go the twelve year old. 
girl. Yeah, right. exactly. That which is good. I, don't know. I think, from what I saw, I think they're going to take a lot of cues from Dead Space. Like, from what I saw, when I watched that demo, it reminded me of playing Dead Space. In yeah. terms of... And it's definitely, and it, and since the focus is so much more on survival rather than like it being like a really slick action game or something, I think that that's pretty accurate assessment because Dead Space was about nothing but you know getting through it, <laughs> like you survive. That's all you do. And it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Dead Space. Uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> but go my ahead. only problem with the demo for Tomb Raider though was this is clearly the demo that Game Informer played, like three months ago or something and was on the cover of Game Informer and there was this huge write-up about it and we saw images from this thing. That was my only issue. I was like, yeah, this is very familiar. Like, yeah, now we're actually really seeing it ourselves, but this is like the same thing They that they, I think they actually played through that section of the game. Uh, it still looks cool. Like I said, I, I want to play it. I really want give it, to give it a try for myself. But it would have been nice if they would have thrown something, different section of the game out there. Yeah. I think it's yeah. uh, they wanted to show, I guess, the beginning. Well, actually, is that even going to be the beginning, though? Who knows? It, I think, well, it's kind of close to the beginning. It's not technically the beginning of the game, but uh, it's, it's close it to the beginning. It can't be too far. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think it's close to the beginning. Actually, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's definitely in the, like, the earlier part in the game, because when she crash lands and stuff, it's like when she really is trying to find her way around and getting hurt and crap, you know, a yeah. whole lot, and has to recover. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to. To, but let's move on to Gears 3. Um, I'm not a big Gears fan. And Gears 3 is not, from what they showed, doesn't make me want to play Gears 3. You know yeah, what? it isn't changing anything. If it, The status quo pretty much with Gears is remaining the same. If you didn't like Gears before, you're probably still not going to like it now. If you had like moderate complaints about like what they did in Gears 2 or something like that, and you, but you kind of liked the series, but you kind of fell off with 2, 3 might bring you back. But if you didn't like it, it's not going to make you like it for any particular reason. <laughs> on top of that, I am so sick and tired of seeing them on that freaking boat. It's like they're trying to remake the uh, the Lonely Island. I'm on a boat. That, that's what I just think of now. It's like a joke Dude, to me. No, it's I've seen world. that boat so many times. <laughs> yeah, like, I get it. They're on a ship. Does anything else happen in the game? Do they get off this ship ever? Um, <laughs> and I like Gears of War, too. I do. I'm not like fanatical about it, but I, I enjoy it. I'd like the single, well, uh, the co-op, the single player sucks because your AI is mentally retarded, but <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but it's fun to play in co-op, and the horde mode is a lot of fun, I think. So it'll be cool, I'm sure, but again, this is another game that we already knew about and we had already seen in other places. Again, this is the boat thing we saw in Game Informer already, so it wasn't anything new. But it'll be fun when it comes out, I'm sure. If you like Gears of War, you're right, Jared. If you if you never like Gears of War, you're not gonna be like, oh wow, I'm getting into this now. But yeah, it should please fans. I mean, Lazinski has like interesting ideas as far as design goes, but Gears of War is still Gears of War. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter how much you kind of really change design wise. Like the game is still it's it's based the same. So well, do the fans really want them to really change it though? That's what I mean. Like they're not yeah. going to do that because then you and alienate everybody who or does like the game versus people who don't and trying to get them on board. They're not really trying to stray away from the formula they've already made. Yeah. You know, they're just basically trying to wrap it up. Exactly. Which is fun. You're, you're wrapping up a trilogy. At at this point, like it wouldn't really make sense to go in a different direction and try to bring in a whole new crowd because you you've got all these fans that want to play what they already know and love. So they're giving it to them and they should be happy. 
Yeah, looks awesome from that standpoint. It's a it's a good looking game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna hate on it. It's just that it's not for me. Um, maybe because I felt a little sour about the first. Like, I bought the first and second gears, mm-hmm. and the the fact that combined combined those games are Make shorter. It's, it's shorter than Assassin's Creed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is over quick, which is is annoying. I beat Gears One in four hours. I beat Gears Two in five hours. I think a lot of shooters suffer from that. Yeah, that is kind of a problem, but that's because most of the game is supposed to be a multiplayer. Exactly. And if you don't play multiplayer, it doesn't matter, but you should still be getting a full experience anyway. Yes, but as I, I feel kind of cheated in that aspect. But like mm-hmm. I said, it, it, I'm just going to show my disapproval by not buying the next one. There you go. <laughs> you know, that's, show them. That's, that's how an adult shows his disapproval. Exactly. Not whining on forums. So. Yeah. That's today's lessons, children. But, uh, <laughs> let's um, don't talk about how much you hate Black Ops and then go buy five copies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, God, this game sucks so much. My friends have it, so I can go buy one. Yeah, exactly. I don't, don't even want to do play it. I don't even want to play it. Just like my friends like it, and you know, I they, that's the only thing they play. You know, they suck. <laughs> Stupid friends. Yeah, you know. Why are we friends, anyways? <laughs> What's so uh? Then, yeah, from that point on, it became the Connect Show. Yes, conference. It was which the, was what, so much fun. Oh man, wow! No yeah, Cirque du Soleil this so year. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, Cirque laughs> Soleil. <laughs> that was retarded last year. Oh man! Even and though you, you know what, it would have been more exciting than this year. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly I mean, that, what I was going to say. Like, if they would have actually, uh, you know, had Cirque du Soleil to break it up a little bit, it might have been okay. <laughs> might have felt a little bit better about the whole thing. <laughs> the proceeding was very bad. I, I, for anybody who didn't watch, you know, the entire press conference at home, um, this is basically how it went. It went Modern Warfare, Tomb Raider, Gears of War, connect, 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 surprise, Halo. bye. Connect, connect, connect. Nah. Yeah. One more Halo, and then, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went. Um, like, did you... What did they show off that was noteworthy? I mean, they showed, what, Mass Effect... They show Mass Effect and how it works with Connect, which that I can see. Okay, that's kind of cool, but it's not enough to make me want to buy a Connect. It's like if you already have a Connect, okay, you know what I'm saying the person who actually has Connect may use it with Connect, you know, right? Which is which is that's which that's fine. And it's a cool feature, but at the same time, like don't misunderstand. Like basically, what they're doing is that they're allowing Connect to play a role with um with, with the conversation options. But don't misunderstand and think that you can just talk to the Connect and it's going to understand you because it's still not, it's not there yet. Like it, you can pick options, but you're not just responding and then having the Connect pick it up. Uh, that would be awesome. That yeah. I'd be like, let's do that in every game. <laughs> but that's not what's happening, not yet. So it's got some cool features, but it, it, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to go run out and pick out a Connect for it. Yeah, you're like, oh, neat. What else you got? And they were like, oh, oh. Damn it! Well, we don't really have anything else, so we'll just show you a bunch of other games do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> like every game they showed after that, like Ghost Recon, Mass Effect. Oh, it was Ghost Recon. That's one they did it in. Yeah, like yeah. games that they could have showed, just showing the games, like displaying the games. They 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 turn into met, connect. Yeah, met, they messed it up by showing it with connect. Yeah, you know, like yeah, Ghost Recon. So pumped for, but it was like 
okay, that's cool. Connect. Can you tell me how this game actually plays now? From what I understand, the combat system has been overhauled pretty big time. Not not majorly, but you know, fairly significant. We didn't hear anything about that. Of course, they showed at the EA's conference too. But at that point, I was like, oh man. You know? Yeah, because but that's where you you expect to see it in one of the big three conferences. You expect yeah. them to kind of retread some stuff when you talk about the publisher conferences, but you're supposed to get them talking about all that stuff in the big three conferences. If if not Microsoft and Sony's, if not Sony's and Nintendo's, it doesn't matter who's, as long as somebody talks about it. But there, there's a about reason it. they're the big three. You're right. Asking. Like they they showed off, you know, they showed off the the conversation features of Mass Effect. They had Ghost Recon up. And they showed that you could, you know, spread your hand and take apart your weapon and, and customize it, which is a cool idea, but still, it's something that you could have done with the controller. You don't need Connect for it. It's a cool feature, but that isn't the game, you know? That's not 100% enough. agree. Right. It, it looked like it worked really well. It did, actually. It looked like this worked really well. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. If I have a Connect, like, I, maybe I mess around with that. I'm not yeah, buying Connect so I can do that. Okay. And even if I have a Connect, though, like, that one feature is not going to sway me to buy that game if I wasn't anyway. So it kind of like it that fails too. on both counts. Like for somebody who has a Connect and they just want to play games that are Connect, like you're not going to play Ghost Recon if you love Connect because the game itself is still the same. You still require a controller to do most of the stuff in that game. I, having one feature where you can take apart a gun and you know customize it, it's cool. But you're not going to buy the game for that. And the same goes in reverse for anybody who doesn't have a Connect. They're not going to pick it up just to play Ghost Recon so they can put a gun together. They're not going to do that. <laughs> and how much of a tool did he look like when he's doing the target practice thing? And he's like crouching on stage, like pretending to, like pantomiming holding like an assault rifle or a sniper. I don't know, whatever it was. And, and like shooting targets. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I hope he cried himself to sleep that night. Because <laughs> he totally embarrassed himself. Like, dude, get off the stage. That poor guy. It was, it was like his first day of the job. And they're like, listen, we'll hire you, but you got to come up here and do this. No one else is willing to. <laughs> you know. you got to try and make this look cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and he tried. Oh, he tried. <laughs> yeah. Which is more than I can actually say for some of the other Kinect demos that we got. They were just so bad. The people oh, you mean like it. those kids? Fist yeah. bump! Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Let's I hope your mom beats you when well, you get well, home. Disney. And Disney, well, what the heck was the name of the full thing? Disneyland Adventure? Something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Connects Disneyland Adventures or Disneyland Adventures yeah. Connect. It, See, it, that's it, how much I don't care about that game. I've forgotten already. It's been two days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sesame Street the, together was a really just sour note. It really and, was. Like, really? Are you going to show this at E3? Like, that's your big thing to put on. The, and not so much that you just, you you showing it at E3 is bad. You can show it at E3. Show it on the floor. Don't show it during your press conference and you're bringing somebody up on the stage like Tim Schafer to show off Sesame Street. <laughs> I'm not hating on him making a game that his daughter can play. You know what? You're absolutely right. There's there's a lot of little kids out there that want to play games too. And there should be games for them. And if you wanted to offhandedly mention, by the way, we got this game coming too. So all you parents out there, you know, check it out. It's on the show floor. Moving on to the something that everyone in the audience really cares about. Yeah. It it to me like I I told you guys this earlier before the podcast. It it really felt like they watched Nintendo's conference in 2009, which should be a lesson on what not to do at E3. But the, it seems like they watched that and were like, yeah, let's do that, but just say connect every time they said Wii Remote. 
<laughs> they just That's got really, so really drunk the night before. <laughs> Somebody burned the plans for what they were going to do. And they were like, dude, what, what are we going to do, man? What are we going to do? And somebody had a DVD laying around one of the other E3s, and they were like, let's do that. Because we can't do what we did three years ago. Let's do what they did instead, because people yeah. are forgotten by now. And maybe some people did, but it was, still didn't make it any better. <laughs> it was um, it felt exactly like that. Like, what are you doing showing this off here? No one watching cares about this. It's fine that you're doing these things. Like, I'm not hating on you doing them. Why is this, like, such a focal point? Why are we seeing Sesame Street and Disneyland? Like, who cares? Yeah, like, I know that you're still trying to get that casual market, but, like, you got them with your Connect advertising. They're there. You just put the game down to buy them, and, you know, that's fine. And on the one hand, like... Yeah, I, one hand, like, you know, and, and that's the other thing, too. Like, those people aren't watching E3, not really. Like, unless they just happen to be parents that, you know, are in the gaming. They don't, they're not, like, it's not like parents who just bought the Connect and have no other attachment to gaming are sitting there watching E3. They're not, they don't care. They don't, they're not going to see it. Um, I, it's it's a very cool, I, I mean, the Disneyland Adventures looks kind of like crap, but I think that was mostly <laughs> swayed by their demonstration. They basically had these kids up there doing the worst scripted act I've ever seen. It worse than last year's, yeah, worse than anything they had last year with the scripted action, you know, acting from the Kinect before it got released. It was worse this year. Um, much, much worse. Yeah. Basically, as, as bad as you think I'm talking about it, it's worse. Just go watch it. I'm sure that somebody has it on YouTube. Uh, just, just you know, YouTube kids with the connected or Disneyland Adventure. You'll, yeah. you'll see it. Um, and it's hard to then, find inexpensive, talented child actors, I'm sure, to do this sort of thing. But that's why you shouldn't have been doing it to begin with. Yeah, but you're <laughs> in L.A. You. Really? You're in L.A. How hard is it to find an actor? Yeah, I'm sure they, they could have. But like I said, <laughs> they're going to spend a lot of money on this thing because they're just... This thing already costs millions of dollars to put on these shows. They're not spending a lot of money on high-end actors. But they should, especially yeah. if you're going to have them come out and do that. If you're going to if you're going to have people come out and do bad acting, just have somebody who made the game come out and demonstrate it. Things you don't even need. You don't even need actors though. Just show the game. Right, exactly. That's if it's insane. they should have never done it to begin with. Either you're right, Rob. Either they should have gone out and be like, "All right, we're going to get real and we're going to really tackle this thing and do it serious and spend some money." Or, like Jared said, just show the game and don't do this at all. Right. What they did instead was completely retarded. Easily taken everything that they showed in the Kinect demonstration and put it in like short little like teaser clips and then talked about other stuff that was coming out or that was going to come out. But I, I really think that, then, like, that Microsoft was trying to fill time. Like They took everything that they had in Kinect that would have been a footnote any other year since Kinect was already out and then like basically stretched it to fill... Two, like two hours, you know, like because that was the majority of their press conference. It's not so much yeah. that like they talked about Connect. That's not a problem. The problem is how much time they spent on it without really showing us anything that really you know mattered. Uh, the the coolest thing that they showed was the um, oh man, skipping my mind right now, where they were creating the avatars and stuff with the Connect. Oh, the lab, uh, the Connect labs, labs. Yeah. and lab not even labs. so much. Yeah, the Fun Labs, Connect Fun Labs. Not even so much them creating the avatars, that's boring, but other stuff they were doing with it, it's like, okay, we're getting closer to what you can actually do with the potential of the system, but we're still only talking one game. But that was the only thing they showed that it was like, that's pretty cool. 
let's do more of that. You know, let's let's do more like finger drawn and things like that with the Wii. Like the fact that you, it can pick up a finger now. You know, or the Wii. Lol. Connect. <laughs> <laughs> See, they were uh, yeah. aping 2009 Nintendo. Even you yeah, got confused before. for a minute there. I did. <laughs> Um, but like the fact that it can pick up on a finger now instead of just, you know, a whole hand, like, obviously they're like, you know, they're implementing new stuff in Kinect, but there's just not enough stuff that's using it. You know, instead you get Disneyland Adventures, which, you know, for kids, you know, okay, but I think Sesame Street's better, you know, but it probably has a lot to do with, they brought out Tim Schafer to show it off. I was like, man, if you're a parent, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, not awesome. Let's go right. on to something else. Yeah. And that was how I felt pretty much the whole conference. Even and how disappointed were you? Because they were like, here's Tim Schafer. And you were like, oh, yeah, what's he going to do? It's going to be go cool. Back, go and back wasn't... and look at our Twitter feed for the site. I did the, I did the live tweeting for the Microsoft conference. And I got pumped. As soon as I saw some Tim Schafer was coming out, I was like, oh, man, Tim Schafer's coming out. Something awesome's about to happen. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> uh, and then like 30 seconds later, it was like, dot, 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 he's showing off Sesame Street. Like, that. <laughs> I are crazy. The <laughs> <laughs> playing with my emotions and stuff, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, There's a lot of stuff like, like that. It's like, you know, trenched or I don't know anything he could have come out and talked about. It. He could have talked about a remake of Psychonauts, and it would have been more exciting. Like, anything. Oh. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> well, even like when they showed the Star Wars Connect, it was like, really? Like, it still looks as bad as it did last year. It was yeah. like, man, like it, first, it looked like it looks so slow. Like when he's fighting the droids, it's just like arm goes up, couple seconds, <laughs> arm comes down, and the droid is dead, and he does that six times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Is it even possible for you to get hurt in that game? Because I'm watching it, and there's like, pew, 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 lasers are flying all over the place, and he oh, just... Nah. They're like, the worst like, droids yeah. ever. Yeah, like Jared, Jared, like you said, he's just moving so, like, slowly and purposely, and, like, doesn't seem to be getting damaged at all. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, for purposes of the demo, they turn stuff like that down. But at the same time, I can't see them making it much harder when it comes out, because it's not... It's for kids. It really is. So... And, and like, obviously, and like, Connect already works on like a lag anyway. Like, I can't see them speeding that game up because kids aren't gonna be able to keep up with it. So, it probably is going to play that slow. And like, it's just this is not exciting. Like, the force powers are kind of cool, but like lightsaber combat and stuff—the stuff that like should really be the cool part. Yeah. Yeah, and the sad part is that they originally presented this like, look, I know you guys think Connect is kind of a casual thing, but guess what? Star Wars. You like that, right? We heard you like that. It's Connect now. Check this out. Yeah, and like in the video and like and and it got people. It did. It caught people off guard last year because people were legitimately excited when they saw that. They were like, dude, it's gonna be awesome. Look, Star Wars, dude, you could just connect, you can swing a lightsaber, it's gonna be the best thing ever. They're gonna bring old Republic out, it's gonna be great. <laughs> you know, like people like Got carried People away. Are easily fooled. Yeah. At E three you're you're just you're just so ready to be like excited at E three. You're just like, come on, you just gotta do the slightest thing and I'll be wowed. I'll tell everybody about how cool it is. Yeah. Because but, that's what you go there for. You go yeah. there to be wowed. Like, it's supposed to be the best and brightest the new stuff that's coming out and stuff that's gonna be awesome. So you go there expecting to be, you know, like kind of shocked and amazed. Yeah. And like Initially, people were when they said Star Wars because that was one of the most exciting things people even talked about from when they were talking about Connect initially, because um, they had a they whole were. bunch of other badly scripted acting things in that too. But then people watched the, that Star Wars video again after and were like, "Actually, not so good looking." 
you know, yeah, like once and I kind of saw that coming, Rob. Uh, but you're right; a lot of people were were fooled because you're in that mentality that like it's E3. I'm already pumped. I'm ready to be excited. And then they're like Star Wars, and like yes. Uh, but as soon as they said, I was like, this isn't going to be fun. I, I know right now this is not going to be like a really a hardcore game. They can put the the crappy prequel trilogy in there all they want. Like this is not, even if it was the original trilogy, I really still don't think I'd be that excited for it. Well you yeah. know the thing about the reason why I think people got excited about Star Wars Connect was because of Star Wars itself. It's like because the thing is, when the music came on, I got excited, but I already knew that the game was gonna suck. Exactly. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm like it's like da, da, da. I'm like, oh my God. And then like, yeah. you know, that lasted for a few seconds. I'm like, oh yeah, it's right. It's, it's for Connect. <laughs> you know, yeah. but that's up with you. Yeah, exactly. Got my VHS tapes of the original trilogy now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the thing where you know Star Wars itself is enough to get people excited and ready to go. Nostalgia gets you before you even think you even You're start right. thinking about what's actually happening. <laughs> logic. They play that music. I'm excited. You guys exactly are until you see what comes on next, and then you're like, oh. Uh, they done mm. it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, we're gonna stop the connect bashing for now because there is one, actually, two good things I want to talk about, and then we're gonna talk about the last trailer they showed, and then we'll move on. Um, the two good things that they actually did have were regarding Xbox Live, in my opinion. Um, one was the Bing support, which. I think that's going to be extremely helpful. Like you can search for terms, and it brings up every piece of media for it. So if you want to do some, well, they show Lego Star Wars. So you type in you know Lego, and it brought up every Lego title and every Lego movie you know that's available on Xbox. Yeah, that, that is cool functionality. That yeah, and it's not limited to like your normal search. It's you know, and, and if you have Connect, it's also voice activated too. Yeah. So. That was real cool, and on top of that, now they're bringing live TV to the, um, you know, to the 360, which that has been something I've been waiting for for a long time, and I want to see how that service actually pans out, because if it pans out good enough, I'm going to cancel my cable. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, Jared. We Every year at E3, it seems like the last, the last like, four or five years, every year we've inched closer and closer to, like, do you really need cable television anymore? I think you'd still do at this point for most people. Um, I, I'm, for me, I mostly just watch sports on cable TV and everything else just like stream over the internet, you know? And I know I'm not alone. Like you're saying, that's, that's a big deal. It's going to be cool. Hopefully. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, they're making changes to the way Xbox looks, which they did not show at E3, but I saw a picture of it and it looks like the Windows Phone 7. That's what the new 360 console is going to look like. Uh, well, that's the new Xbox Live. Uh, right, yeah. We know what you mean. Like, yeah. But um, other than that, the last, I guess, depending on if you're a Halo fan or not, the last good thing wait that happened was... Wait, wait, before before the last thing, and speaking of Halo, <laughs> uh-huh. there, there were two Halo announcements. <clears throat> I got to tell you, as a Halo fan, I was much more excited over the first one than the second one, which was supposed to be the big deal. <laughs> okay, so he, what he's talking about is the Halo collected, not collector's edition, but uh, I guess the anniversary Combat edition. Evolved. Yeah, Combat Evolved, the uh, the anniversary edition, which is going to be um, basically as an HD remake of the original Halo, in the full sense to the fact that it's not even going to have multiplayer. So, 
Wait, what? It's not going to have multiplayer. No, it does have multiplayer. No, those maps that they're talking about are for Halo Reach. No, it says you can you can play that either in Reach or independently in the Anniversary Edition. I read that it was only going to be in in Reach those maps. What was that? I'm pulling it up now. But I um, read... all right, well, well, I don't know. I'll try to find. We're going to swing back around. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we're going to swing back around. It's all good. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Halo, the, the Collector's Edition. Not collect- God, I keep on calling it the Collector's Edition because it says CE. It's CE. <laughs> yeah. uh, the um, the Anniversary Edition is uh, basically it's an HD remake of Halo. Uh, nothing new added to it, but um, they did show the difference between the old graphics and new graphics, and I was pretty impressed, as I should have been. You know, what did you yeah. think as a fan, Nick? <laughs> I was I was very impressed. I was really excited. This was actually the one moment for me. And normally I don't really like remakes. They piss me off. I get tired of the same games being re-released over and over and over again. But it's been 10 years. There hasn't been any, you know, real re-release of this for the most part. Um I was I was pretty excited. They showed I was like I knew it was coming cuz as we we all knew it was rumored for months and it was leaked by some clown on xbox.com like 2 hours before the press conference. But to actually see it, I was like, wow, this looks great. This is going to be a lot of fun. They're not not—they're sticking to tradition, so they're not going to screw this up, which is why the, the other Halo announced it. You know, I'm not particularly excited about it because it's not Bungie. Um, but I'm like, this is still the core game that Bungie made, and they're just updating it for today, and that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else we have? Oh, well, let's talk about Halo 4 a little bit. Watch out. I find this info on uh, the multiplayer. <laughs> Well, I tried to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying. Actually, I just found what I was looking for. But let's let's talk about Halo Four for a little bit. Actually, they can't even talk about no, for a little bit. No, let's talk about. Because... Yeah, let's, let's just talk about. No, go ahead. Just give give us the lowdown. What's what's the collector's edition? Or oh. well, God, anniversary. Collection. Oh man, it's contagious. I, it I just contagious. found the article I was looking for. Actually, now that you you stole this five seconds, Rob, I finally found it. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> this is not just part of the void. Damn it, we are so unprepared for this. Funny. Well, that's because you you guys brought up a, you know conflict. Ah, uh, I see. Though there was an update after I had originally read it. That's okay. why. Okay, it's so yeah, people were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, here we go. Multiplayer component. Uh, it's it's rendered entirely with the Halo Reach engine, so that's probably causing a little bit of confusing confusion right there. But it does say that it will have all six maps from the original Halo Reach plus, or, God damn it, the original <laughs> Halo Combat Evolved plus uh, the map Damnation from Halo 2. And they'll be playable as a separate experience in the Anniversary Edition as well as offering you the option to transfer all the maps over to Halo Reach and play it in there. That's okay. what I'm reading. Okay, yeah. And the one I read, I read from Joystick, and it had an update clarifying that it will be employing the Reach engine and will be playable on the anniversary disc. So Joystick's just messing with our heads. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, originally it said, it will, this is a total of six multiplayer maps for Halo Reach will not, actually originally said it will not be playable um, in the uh, collector's, ah, God, collector's edition, Combat Evolved. <laughs> <It will not. laughs> That's right, too, Darlene. We'll stay here all night if we have to. Yeah. All the anniversary collection. Think of it as AC instead of CE. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... the anniversary collection. But yeah, so yeah, Nick is right. So you will be able to, it will have at least What's that multiplayer. But uh, they didn't say anything about co op, did they? 
Yeah, they did say, it says here also, the co-op will be fully playable online. All right, cool. All right, so then, there you go. Yeah, I think that's really cool. You know, um, it's not going to, no one's going to buy the system for that, I don't think, or anything yeah. like that. But if you're a Halo fan, you're probably pretty excited. I know well, I am. I'm glad they did that, because, like, originally when I thought, like, okay, we made the HD remake, but, like, if you didn't. It was so HD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, so, like, you know, that looks better, but unless you make the the co-op, unless you make the co-op multiplayer online, like, what's the point? At this stage of the game. You know what I'm I, saying? I would agree with you. Yeah, if, if you were right, if that's what it was, I too would have been like, "What?" Well, I was God, right until Joystick, uh, you know, changed their story on me. <laughs> They're just trying <laughs> to turn us against each other. Story of E3. <laughs> They're trying to turn you against me. <laughs> From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, there was yeah. also another Halo announcement as you were trying to get out get at before I so rudely interrupted the start that used to be. It was crazy exciting thing that Microsoft had at the end of their press conference. Arr, so awesome. Halo 4 and 5 and 6 by extension because they did say it was a trilogy. Was a trilogy, yes. yeah. And yeah. the reaction was not what you normally get when Halo is announced. And this Whoa. was twofold. It was because again, it had been leaked, so you already heard about it. And you know, every Halo fan on the planet was like furiously scrambling the internet, like trying to find if they're going to say anything about it. So everybody probably saw that. Yeah. And two, it just wasn't that exciting of a trailer. Oh, yeah. The show yeah. Chief waking up and yep. then going to the back of the uh, the ship that was cut yeah. in half. Grabbing Cortana and going to the back of the ship and then... Looking at the planet they were about to crash into. <laughs> Actually, was it a planet, though? Because to me, it looked like they were kind of getting sucked into some giant friggin' spaceship or something. It looked like the Citadel from Mass Effect to me. Yeah, yeah kind of. Like, that's what I thought Without, like, those outer pieces that closed, it, you know? Well, it looked, like, it looked like the same planet that... Did you guys beat Halo 3 on Legendary? Yes. It's okay. been a while, but I have done nah, that. Yeah, not on Legendary, because I really couldn't even get through that game. Oh, so Rob like... can't be part of this conversation. It's just no. me and you, Nick. No, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, um, but basically, like, you remember at the end, like, after the credits, they showed, like, that little five-second clip of you, the ship going toward that planet? Yeah, I do. I, that's what I think it is. Like, that's what I think you're heading toward. Like, that's where, that's where I think you're going. <laughs> um... I really don't expect for there to be any uh, any covenant there. I would expect no, a new enemy. I think enemy. it's going to be new, yeah, a whole new enemy, a whole new big threat. You know, that sort of yes. thing. I just hope they don't bring the flood back. I'm kind of I'm kind of over the whole flood thing. Yeah, which I, I, I think was, that over, was wrapped up, but I was over the flood after Halo One. Yeah, I'm kind of with you actually. I I, I love Halo, but the, I, yeah, I didn't really expect them to bring back. them back that many times. Like that was kind of weird. And you know what honestly. pissed me the off? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. And pin Halo Two when I finally figured out. Like I'm like, I'm fighting at this one point. I'm like, why there's so many enemies here? And I finally figured out that the little ball things are bringing the other ones back to life. <laughs> I'm like what the hell? Oh yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, so. as bad as that was, the, the probably the worst level in any Halo ever was in Halo 3 when when you went inside the ship that was completely overrun by the flood. And the things just kept spawning, like, nonstop. And they were everywhere. And there were, like, these, these freaking sniper things, like, against the walls. It was, I couldn't stand it. It was like, God, this is everything that I hate about the flood. Other than that, I actually, I loved Halo 3. I really enjoyed it. Uh, still not, I thought Halo C's campaign is still the best in the series. I think most people would agree with that. Yeah, I think so. Especially because Halo Two, like, it felt like you played as the Elite way more than you played as Master Chief. 
And I think they had the same amount of levels. It's just that the elite levels were longer. Yeah, um, a lot of people complained about that. I liked playing it as um, as ah, forget his name. The um, they had a title for him. It'll come to me later. But I, I liked playing it as the elite. But most people didn't. I thought it was a cool way to to see it from a different perspective. I thought it was cool at first. You know what I'm saying? But then, like, yeah. it quickly turned to me wanting to play as Master Chief again, so... I can but, understand that. I mean, it's the start of the series. That's Everybody wants to be Chief when they're playing Halo. But, um... So, yeah, I mean, expecting a new enemy, I would hope. No Flood, no Covenant. And I think it'd be interesting to see um, if there is a new enemy, like, how they perceive Chief, because, you know, the Covenant, they already knew about the Spartans. And, uh... You know, True. but the this new enemy is like demon yo, is here. Yes, <laughs> like, uh. I, you know, who, who the hell is this guy? As annoying as they are, I love those little guys. <laughs> we complained so. about that. Me and my friends were playing playing Halo each nonstop. Like I know, like according to like series canon, the grunts did not know English yet when the time frame that that game took place in. So they they just spoke in their alien tongues. What in oh, Halo Reach? Yeah, they, they they there was no ah, it's the demon, run ah. <laughs> Which, like as stupid as it is, I know it's completely stupid, but it is funny. It well, amuse, it amuses me. <laughs> I would like to. It's I, some I, character. I'm not going to get into it like right now because you know we're going to talk about other press conferences. But how is that the case when like Halo takes place like directly after Halo Reach, and in Halo they talk? Yeah, he's gonna kill us. Yeah. <laughs> very fast learners. That's that's right, man. The Covenanters—they're super smart. They they got some, you know, some language transcribers and all that kind of fun stuff. It was great. Yeah, but that's a debate. Like Star Trek up in this bitch. <laughs> that's a well, debate. Yeah, they, I mean, they they retconned a lot of stuff in Halo Reach too. So definitely, it was messed with a little bit. God, just, it's like turned into a comic book. <laughs> so they just have to deal with. But anyways, you know. Halo 4 is coming, and I think already we've seen that the drop-off of quality from Bungie, because when Bungie makes a trailer, I am like, oh my god, wow, I gotta play this. Yeah, really. it's bigger it's than that 15 anyway. seconds that we got, like, even when it was, you know, Halo 2 or Halo 3 coming out, like, the trailer wasn't, it wasn't 10 minutes long or anything, but it at least gave you a sense of, like, what was happening. More so than, like, oh, shit, Master Chief just woke up and somebody is trying to wreck him. And there's zero-G levels. Did that remind anyone else of Dead Space when he had the thruster packs and we just kind of, like, moving through space there? Um, yeah, I mean, they kind of already introduced, like, a little bit of that in cutscenes and stuff from previous Halos. So I'm like, oh, so we're going to have Jetpack now. Like, that was my main thought. <laughs> I mean, they already had Jetpacks, just the way he was doing it, like, in Zero G. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Dead Space. Anyways, I think we can probably move on to uh, those other guys who had conferences now. You like Sony? <laughs> oh, yeah, those guys. And yeah. They were better than Microsoft. Spoiler. Yes. Yes, they, they were definitely better than Microsoft. It was so. pretty hard to be worse. It was. <laughs> that is true. So let's uh, let's get into those. Um, now, one prediction, one E3 prediction that I had that I didn't even think about until after, you know, like I guess it not after, but uh, when I was prepping for this podcast, was that I thought they were going to talk about the PSN outage, and you did not, Rob. You thought they were I, I did say that they were gonna for more more or less avoid it, which wasn't the case. Being Jack with... Tretton stepped up on stage, and it was the first thing out of his mouth was talking yeah. about the PSN outage. Yeah, yeah so... props to them for not trying to like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for not avoid... pretend it didn't exist. Like it's, exactly, it was a big problem, but we recognize it. 
Yeah, I definitely thought they were going to try and skip it because, you know, it's fixed now, problem's kind of over, you know, other aspects of Sony are having issues with, you know, hacking still, but, like, as far as they are concerned, like, their issues kind of passed, I I really thought that they would kind of just, you know, they would mention it, but they would gloss over it. Like, they quickly kind of moved to, like, all right, let's get into games. (laughs) Because, like, let's not talk about our failure any more than it already has hurt us, you know? I mean, they're talking, like, 173 million damages, like... Not something that they're necessarily looking to dwell on, but they, I, I, you know, applaud. They, they came out and they went right at it and talked about it. So, and like, and handled it pretty well, I thought. I mean, he came out, you know, had some fun with the press saying, you know, you're welcome (laughs) because that kind of news makes for a big story. Like, you know, he had the, he had the aplomb to, to joke about it. And then, so so right he is too, Rob. I wrote yeah. so many stories about the PSN outage. <laughs> I'm glad I really just don't have to talk about it anymore. And then, oh my God, three people got arrested in connection with it today that I had to talk. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be several days ago. But it's not over yet. But at least everything is fixed. And yeah. I liked how they handled it too. It, yeah. it was it was well done. Yeah, he he basically said, "You're welcome to the press." You know. Thank you to the fan, or thank you to the third parties and stuff that you know that deal with them and had to deal with you know not having their games distributed, um, not being able to sell anything, having games be down, people not be able to play games on the network like they normally do. Um, you know, he said thank you for you know those people sticking with Sony through the outage, um, you know, and even supporting them like in the public arena in a lot of cases. Um, and then, of course, the fan, you know, the fans, people who own the system and stuff said, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Which pretty much sums that part up because, yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to say? You know, really? They've already said, here's free stuff. So there's sorry and there's free stuff. What else can be said, really? Yeah. At least I, I, I can't be really mad at them any, yeah, anymore. I can a little, not because of the game selection, but because of the movie selection. Like when they, I, you know what they showed the. I, I, I turned on my PS3. that because I literally went on there and was like, "Oh, let me download some of those movies." And could not figure out how to get any of them. Dude, like, you probably you probably saw them and then re- and then didn't think that that was it because like <laughs> it was like like welcome back here watch these movies on us and it's like Ghostbusters, Bad Boys, and like <laughs> something else. I'm like, are you serious? So everything I already own on DVD or Blu-ray. Exactly. If you don't own movies like this, that means you're not an American. You're probably a terrorist. <laughs> that, that's how they're weeding out the terrorists now, actually. They're, yeah. they're working with the, uh, with the CIA on this one. So it was like, on the, on the game front, I'm like, whatever. On the movie front, I'm like, really? I feel gypped. <laughs> I actually feel a little gypped because that I was looking huge. forward. I was looking forward to watching some movies on Sony. No, no. I've already seen those, thank you. <laughs> you know, so. But, but anyways, um, back, yeah. to the, back to the actual conference. Yeah. Well, Sony, I felt they did what Microsoft should have done, and they actually showed more games, like, actually playing games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they showed, like... You might actually want to play. Yeah, like, <laughs> Uncharted, like, and without move support, for the most part. Um, yeah, but like, looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah, they showed Uncharted three. That looks great. But being that I have yet to play Uncharted one or two, it's sitting here wrapped up in my rack. Oh, you fail! You, you sir. fail! <laughs> it's sitting hey, here. It, it's, hey, I'm gonna kick your ass, man. I still own it. Okay, <laughs> it's on the docket. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's on the docket with his other 500 games yeah. that he's not playing because dirt's out. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing uh. Mass Effect and all that. 
Yeah, so um but uh yeah, I showed Uncharted three, which looks good. Um they showed Resistance three, which still looks boring to me. Like Resistance one was a sleeper. And not a sleeper in the sense that, oh, you slept on it but it was a good game. A sleeper as in like I want to play something else. Really? I didn't. I, I, I disagree with that. Yeah, I, I disagree with that vaguely. Like, I mean, I can get why some people wouldn't have liked it, but I thought it was interesting mostly because of its use of like weaponry. Not so much from the game itself. I mean, like the idea and aspect behind the game is kind of boring. It's really almost Halo. Um, but I, I thought that like the inventiveness of the weapons, like once you actually, you know, if yeah. you were looking at the game, it's not necessarily something you'd be like, man, I need to play that. But once you sat down and started playing it, the weapons and stuff and the alternate fire modes and all that stuff was enough to keep me interested. But yeah, I, I, I think not, Resistance 2 was so. a step back, and most people seem to have felt the same way. But I, I think Resistance 3 looks really good again. I um, went to like, Resistance 2 with like, like, you know, like, kind of like, well, maybe it's, it's part 2, maybe they learn from their mistakes, maybe it's not as boring. No, not for me. Mm. Fair enough. All right, I'm not gonna kill you for not liking it. I, I didn't think it was only like, for Uncharted, right? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. will kill you for not liking Uncharted. Yes, <laughs> you are not allowed to not enjoy Uncharted, Jared. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, Resistance Three to me looks like more of the same. Then again, I didn't play too much into Resistance One. Well, I don't know. I played actually like good five or six hours in Resistance One, and I didn't play that much in Resistance Two. So you guys tell me if I'm missing something with Resistance Three. Well, I mean, if it's not for you, then it's probably just not for you. To me, I think Resistance 3 looks like it's moving back in a, in a direction that I'm more excited about again than what Resistance 2 did. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm not, like, jumping out of my chair excited for it, but I'm, I'm going to pick it up, definitely. I think it looks good. Rob? Um, I mean, like, basically kind of the same thing. Like, I... I'm not like in love with the story behind Resistance, especially since they keep switching characters. I just I don't care. Um, but it, it's mostly for me like when they got to the point in the demo. In fact, I think I thought they made a mistake when they showed the live demo because when they were showing the demo off, they had uh, where you get ambushed and you start throwing out like the different fire modes and the different weapons that he has. Um, yeah. He throws out like the grenade that like sucks enemies into it and swirls them around and stuff like that. Like weapons like that are interesting and then when they switch to the other one and it turned into more of like just a standard like oh take your rifle and shoot some guys like I was kind of like eh it's boring I don't care like as long as they keep up with the weapon types and have it have that be interesting enough like I don't I wouldn't necessarily say it's enough to buy a game on but like if you pick it up because you have an interest in resistance that it should carry you through at least a single player game yeah, multiplayer is a different animal anyway. So, I, so I guess we've learned it's it's maybe a lot like Sony's Gears of War. Like it, it's kind of if you weren't into it before, you're probably not going to be. And this is, but if you were, you're you're probably pretty interested. Yeah. And if if not, like you know, yes, Resistance Three. But yeah, I don't know I, I anybody thought- that loves Resistance like that. Like, period. I I just don't. I don't know anybody who's like I. Freaking love resistance. I just don't know anybody who 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 really feels that way about the game. Yeah, I think that it's, it, 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 and I guess in that in that aspect, it's kind of a shame because they really shouldn't even be bothering at this point if nobody feels that strongly about it. <laughs> um, but it basically is you know a mediocre game that fills the need for them to have like a first party shooter. 
you know, something other than Killzone out there. But to me, Killzone does, you know, everything better than Resistance does, except for all those, like, you know, weapons and the alternate fire modes and stuff. Like, I there's actually just like not enough single player more than Killzone. I'm probably yeah. the minority. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's fine. I'm not saying everybody, you know, hey, I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, just, just for me. Yes, you are. No, I, know. I know, right? <laughs> Secretly, <laughs> I am saying that. <laughs> For me, yeah, I actually like Resistance single player more than Killzone. So it's not a knock on Killzone. I enjoy Killzone. Uh, it's pretty damn cool. But, you know, whatever. So Resistance 3 is not like the showpiece. It's just, this is something else that we have. If you're interested, cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess from like the aspect of like it being kind of mediocre, it, that really shouldn't be like, it's not like a headline draw at all. And maybe they shouldn't even be bothering at this point. But, you know, somebody, I guess, likes it. Yeah, it's 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 for somebody. I mean, for me, it was a sleeper, but not for everybody. Um, the other, well, the next game. I was gonna say the other game, but the next game is Starhawk. <laughs> um, actually, I'm not sure if that's in order or not, but that's what I have here. <laughs> but um, it's they showed Starhawk. Now, about right. Um, Starhawk. I'm interested in what I'm not interested in are items that don't concern some type of flying vehicle. <laughs> So, like, when they show, like, a tank or um, any ground vehicle or you on your feet, that I'm not interested because the only thing I can think of is Star Fox. Uh, that that yeah. would sour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, funny like, because there was a lot of clamoring in Star Fox for Star Fox fans. Like, sometimes you should come out of the ship. It'd be really cool. And then he came out of the ship, and you're like, oh, man, no, no, just, no, no, put him back. Yeah, get your ass back in that ship. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> back in the kitchen. Like, yeah, really. The sad part was they made like three more games where he's like in other things that are not the ship that really scuttled that franchise. But getting back to Starhawk. Yeah. Um, Starhawk looks cool. I know it's about a, I don't know, I don't think of his name, so let's just call him Dude. So it's about okay. a dude who, uh, him and his brother, they get, they, they get infected, I forget what they, I forget what they call it, like there's some type of energy on these planets, like basically it's like a, we'll call it Dude Energy. Yeah, the Dude Energy. <laughs> <laughs> but basically like the, the basic story of it, and I'm not sure if you guys knew about this, but the the human race is going like through like another like gold rush, but instead of gold, it's this energy. So people are going out to the frontier to collect this energy and try to get rich, and uh, it's highly contagious, or it's, uh, it can infect you. And basically, if you you know him and his brother have come across too much of it, and they get infected, so his brother turns bad, and he's good, and you have to stop your brother. That's what the game is about. Um, I saw a lot of stuff on the ground. And in tanks, you know, in different vehicles, and I'm kind of like, the game is called Starhawk, dude. Get in something star-like. Thanks. <laughs> Get in an actual star. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still interested in it. I'm still interested in it because I don't want Star Fox to ruin the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't no want it does. to. <laughs> I don't want it to ruin games like this for me. So. I'm interested, so we'll see what happens with that, but that looked interesting. Infamous 2, but that just came out. They showed Infamous 2. That came out on Tuesday, the day after they showed it, which that looked phenomenal, and it probably is phenomenal. I haven't played it, it yet, is. though. It is. I can tell you from playing through the full uh, game once and messing around with it a little bit more after that, it, it's a great game. Read my review if you haven't, if you're curious, or just go out and buy the game because it's really good. Uh, let's see. They also showed Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a great platformer. 
I'm, I'm sure it is. Like, they haven't had a bad Sly Cooper game yet. Um, but it's not that I'm too excited for. You know? I don't even know if I'd go to a store to pick it up. Hopefully it's downloadable on the PSN store. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's one of those games that, like, it's cooler for, like, younger kids. Like, it's not a bad, you know, bad game or anything. But it's just, you know... If you're not like in that in that age range, it kind of doesn't hold a whole heck of a lot of interest. Um, the thing that I found really odd about that is I probably would have been more excited about Sly had they actually shown gameplay. And they showed gameplay for the game on the floor, but they didn't show it during the trailer. They only showed the trailer, and I was like, "Really? That's kind of that." Like, because at first when you see the press conference, I thought that's all they had for it. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, if it's off in the future, a trailer's all you have. That's cool." Right. But then they had gameplay later on the floor, so it's like, why didn't you? Hey, just show wait some a gameplay? minute! Yeah, like, it, like, oh, got bamboozled, you know? Like, just show some gameplay for it. Maybe it would have excited some people like Jarrett who didn't care. Like, maybe you bring something new, but like, you don't know that when you're just yeah. showing us basically what looks like Sly Cooper, like the original ones. Yeah, uh, I saw the gameplay footage, and it it looked pretty cool. It looked pretty fun. Uh, I, I, you're right, Jarrett. I'm not, you know, like, yes, thank God we were getting another Sly Cooper. I am super excited. But it looks cool. I think it's just cool they're bringing back like a first party like that. Yeah, much. you know, yeah, it's they have been. Developed they have the they had the HD remake, but I mean, Sly Cooper's been sitting on the shelf for a while. You know, that's I think that was the the only thing I was like, man, that's pretty cool that they were bringing it back. That that's really it. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So what do we have after Sly Cooper? Uh, God of War Origins is what I have here. Uh, basically, that's remastered PSP Gal games. This is something I think we talked about in the last. I'm pretty sure we talked about in the last yeah, podcast. Yeah, doing PSP remasters. And um, right, yeah. So like, basically, it's the two. It's Ghost of Sparta and the other one. Chains of Olympus. There we go. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chains of Olympus. Um, they're remastering those for the PS3. Um, so for those who don't have PSPs. And you like God of War, you're lucky. So that's cool. But uh, there's really not too much to talk about <laughs> regarding that because of just HD remakes. Yeah. Now, what I did want to talk about is Dust 514. Do you guys know anything about that game? I know that it is an MMO. Okay. Well, it's related but to an MMO. Scandinavian Do you know or what makes it special, though? Like, what makes it different? Is it the Dust? <laughs> I have no idea. My next guess is the Bible. What I knew was that it, the inner the interplay between it and the actual MMO because Dust is really a shooter, but it uh, interplays with Eve Online, which is strictly PC. Like, oh, you that's right. Yeah. Affect the world, you know, by playing Dust on PS3, you affect the world in P in the PC version of Eve Online. Well, yeah, like well, that's for as far as I knew, what was interesting. Well, yeah. Well, Dust is is it, Dust is is an MMO on its own. It's an MMO FPS. Oh, okay. Uh, and they do did you any, any of you guys ever play Eve? Nope. No, I know about it, but I never played it myself. I didn't have a whole lot of interest in it. All right, so Eve. At least when it started, even now, it's a game about commerce. That's basically the whole game. I mean, yeah, you can. It's all about money because either you mine and you sell what you mine and you make money. Um, you protect miners, okay, and you make money. Like they pay you, and you you make your money that way. Or you can be a pirate and rob miners, which is all about getting the money. You know, that's pretty cool. Pirate's so, gonna pirate. Pirate's gonna pirate. <laughs> so that's what the game <laughs> is about. Do that. 
And it's 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 a massive, massive game, Eve Online. This uh, I can't even give you a number of how many planets and star systems and all these different places you can go. It's huge. Um, More now. Than four. Yes, more than four. <laughs> so in EVE Online, you form these corporations. That's how players usually stay protected. Uh, what happens is, um, you know, you form the corporations, and some of the players in the court they're, they're like guilds, and so some of the players will be miners. They mine for the corporation, get the corporation money. Other players are on protection detail, and other players are pirates that go pirate other corporations or try to break them up. Um, so basically, as a corporation... You can hire, you know, basically you would have teams of people in Dust 514 be part of your corporation. You can hire them um, to do ground operations on the planets because EVE Online only takes place in space. Like, you can't land on a planet. But basically you can talk to the Dust players and say, hey, I want this piece of land. Go get it for me. Or I want this installation. Go get it for us. And they would do it. That's That's how it works. That trailer makes a lot more sense to me now. Okay. That they should, that, yeah, that, that was a good explanation. I, I'm yeah. glad I can help. <laughs> <laughs> See, Not I'm knowing like... anything about EVE Online other than its MMO-ness, um, that makes a lot more sense to me now. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. They didn't explain it enough, if you ask me. I mean, like, how many PS3 players know about EVE Online? How many PC players know about EVE Online? Yeah, that's, yeah, the, you have to really kind of discuss the universe, but, like, it's, you know, not necessarily a complex discussion, but you, it probably helps more than throwing it in front of people and saying, here's a shooter. I think it would help its cause more, anyway. Yeah, pretty much. One thing I didn't know that I was a PS3 exclusive, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... I think a lot that of the kind of for that is because Xbox 360, like Microsoft, won't allow play with other platforms. Yeah, they they're, like, they're kind of strict about that. Like the only game that got let through on that was like Final Fantasy XI, and then from that point, even that was you know it's still ongoing now. But once that shuts down, it's not like they're going to let anything else do it. Like it was really closed. It was Shadowrun too. I remember that. Yeah, but that's that's like games with Windows Live though, so it's yeah. a little bit different. So I mean, it's still it's still a closed system because it's still Microsoft, as right. opposed to like somebody else in control of who plays with who else. I was actually interested in Dust Five One Four until I found out it was a PS3 exclusive. Oh. Now I'm not interested at all. I'm like, oh, ouch. I'm just saying, like, it's a first-person shooter that ties in with Evil Online. I'm not gonna play it on PS3. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, first of all, if I'm going to choose, a, if I'm going to play a shooter, if it's available on PC, I will not get it on any other console. That's true. And there's no point to it. But like, yeah, like so now I'm not interested at all because a game like that requires time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to spend that much time on my PS3. I'll spend it on. I'll spend that much time on my PC because I have three monitors, so I can play the game on one, do something on the other too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. but let's let's stop for a second and, and realize that most people do not own three monitors for their PC. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, not everybody can be like me. But yeah, I'm just I, saying. <laughs> I know, they would like to. They very much would. But <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... That, that, I, I like, hear you. So yeah. It doesn't appeal to you or, or people who are, are, you know, kind of in the same boat. Yeah, well, it's not just having. It's not just about having three monitors, but in general, yeah, even, even, <laughs> even before I had three monitors... I, I would, I'd spend tons of time Still on PC. primarily a yeah, yeah, PC person. That's yeah, so. what I was getting at, exactly, Rob. If, if your PC is really just it, and you look at the consoles and like, pfft, although 
You, you know what, though, what may play into their favor, ultimately, is the fact that when they talk about an exclusive to a console, they pretty much ignore PC. So there's a good chance that it'll come out on PC as well as PS3, but it may yeah, be a little bit friend. delayed. But like they, when they say exclusive, they usually don't include PC in that. They yeah, usually are talking about PlayStation or just X- consoles, yeah. Yeah, usually. Yeah. So, maybe. Hopefully, I mean, I'd like to play it. We'll see what happens, though. But um, other than that, I think that was it for the games in terms of the PS3. They did announce that 24-inch television, P- uh, 3D that TV. Cool. That is yeah, cool. at first I was like, eh, another way to push 3D, because they're still talking about 3D, just like they're still talking about the move. But that was a nice piece of technology. <laughs> that's I don't how, even care that that's it's how you should rough. leverage 3D. Yeah. I don't even care that it's 3D. I, I happen to, my girlfriend and I happen to play split-screen games fairly often. Um, because sometimes it's like, you know what, I really don't want to buy two copies of every game that comes out. Some games we will, you know, we each have our own consoles and our own accounts and everything, but a lot of times we, pl- we play split-screen, and you know what, it does suck when you're dealing with that little screen, especially if you're then playing split-screen online with friends. You're at a definite disadvantage. To be able to both have a full screen, like, that is awesome to me. I am like, why are we not doing this with every TV? Well, tell them everything about it, Nick. Tell them tell them the, the rundown about the TV instead of just telling them that you could both see the screen because they don't know what that means. Hey, they know. <laughs> okay, they know. Right. <laughs> You're right. I'm getting ahead of myself. I apologize, listeners. Uh, well, Rob, Rob is right. They, The TV, you both watch it, and you're both seeing your own screen when two players are playing at the same time and not a split screen. You're both seeing a full screen, but not the same screen, if that makes any sense. Basically, it, it, it takes what would normally be split screen, and instead, because of the fact that you're using... It's a whole the whole 3D setup that they're basically giving as like a whole set. It's a 24-inch monitor. Well, TV, really. It's not, I guess it's more of a monitor than a TV because of the size. But either way, um, right. they also include two pairs of 3D glasses... Because it is still, it's not Nintendo, it's, it is glasses. <laughs> um, and, but I guess because of the fact that you, the way that you're using the, the glasses to view the TV, they have a way where they can transmit a separate image to one, to one set of glasses than they can to another. So when you put on your glasses, I don't know what you see when you're looking at it without the glasses on. I really see, do. That was crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it, I'm sure it looks like a crazy hot mess. But um, you just when vomit you put, immediately. Yeah, but if you're player one <laughs> and you put on your glasses for player one, you see if as if you were playing by yourself. You see just the screen that you would normally see if you're playing alone. But you're not, because player two has the same thing going on, and they're set. You're both looking at the same side of the TV. It's not double-sided or anything. Like, it's the one TV facing both of you, but you each see a full screen separately, which is the coolest application I've ever seen for 3D. And, like, one of the first things that I saw that made me go, I actually kind of want 3D if it can do that. But, like, only if it can do that. <laughs> right. And only if they're going to use it like that, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I have a 3D TV, and we, like... I don't really know if we've ever actually watched anything in 3D. <laughs> it came with Shrek in 3D. We watched it for five minutes. Because, like, I don't, I know a lot of people like Shrek. I'm sorry, I've always hated Shrek. I don't think it's funny at all. I think it's retarded. But we watch it, and we're like, oh, cool. This is awesome. All right. 
let's move on now. <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> now they said that this TV was an exclusive, but I know that I saw it at C. There was a video of somebody displaying this at CES, and it did not have the Sony branding. Oh, really? It's yeah. probably something that. that somebody developed at CES, and Sony saw it and was like, "Give it, we want that." Yeah, <laughs> because probably. somebody did. They did something similar before when somebody had developed some like some like kind of like eye sensing technology based on the Wii, but it could have been applied to anything. Yeah. And I literally saw it the next year being used with the the with the PlayStation Eye. Oh yeah, so that's they 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 do that. I, that's probably what happened. It probably was exclusive. Like somebody just developed it, and they were like, "Dude, we want that." <laughs> yeah, you're good. Way, to give it to us. The way it works is um. Like, uh, see, I don't know the exact the exact technical terms behind it, so I know I'm gonna say something wrong. Just make them up. So you can crucify me later. But but this is how it basically works. Like, um, you know, do you guys know how 3D works? Like the old like green and red glasses, right? Yeah. You know, like the it, like each side filters out specific colors so that that's how you get the 3D effect. Right. It's the same thing. It's the same way with the glasses. Like there's specific light patterns put on for player one and for player two, and so player one's glasses are set in such a way where player two's light patterns aren't making it through the glasses, so he can't see it, and vice versa for player two. So, technically speaking, the technology is not new, but the implementation is new. You know, by I guess they've never really done it before. There's been, it's awesome. there's been no reason yes, to do it, is. it. You know, there's been no reason to do it. Like video games are the perfect reason, but like just yeah, true. if you did it with For TV, movies, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if you did it with like TV, it's like everybody would need to wear their headphones. You know, and that who wants but, to wear headphones or watch TV? But at the same time, though, if three if they want 3D to become that big a deal, what better way? Because that's a I, I'm like when I saw that, I was like, this is the perfect way for them to like build leverage for 3D. You offer people the the choice to get a TV, and you can have one person watch one channel and have somebody else watch a completely different channel. Mm-hmm. Have somebody watch a movie or play a video game while you're watching TV regular without having to move it to a fancy tablet. Wait, <laughs> I, I was know. just going to say, this sounds familiar. Yeah. Somebody else is doing that. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> but that, we'll get to that later. Me. Yeah, that's just me though. That's what I see. Like that's I see potential there to to bring in other arenas. But yeah, it is perfect for games though. Like as soon as I saw that, I was like, "There's no way that actually works." That's crazy. <laughs> I know when they were saying it, I was like, "Nah, shut up, Jack Trent. You're lying." <laughs> well, I know that um, there are those like you know in car TVs that allow you to see two different screens at the same time. But like it depends, on, and it doesn't use glasses. It depends on what side of the screen you're on. Like if you're on the left side, you see one thing. If you're on the right side, you see something else. So we'll probably see more of that sometime. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, eventually. Yeah. It was really like the best new announcement Sony made. I thought, which you know, I kind of theme is throughout E3, nobody really made a whole lot of new announcements. So. Yeah, but um, let's move on. Uh. One quick note for the PlayStation Suite, which basically is, I don't even, it's not necessarily a thing, I guess it's a certification for devices, like non-Sony devices, like Android devices. Yeah, it's just a class that they have, like, they, they put everything in, and it's, that refers to it being part of the PlayStation family without it being branded PlayStation, I guess. Yeah, exactly, so they they talked about that for like two seconds, so I'm going to talk about it for three. 
But um, <laughs> no, and your time is up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you talk. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So now you know. But um, the biggest thing or the best thing they they brought out there was the PS Vita, which you know, there's no surprise in that name. I don't even know why they acted like they were announcing the name. It's just like, yeah, it's the Vita. You heard about it already. But the um, because <laughs> everybody knew it was called the B- PS Vita. Yeah, they even got the you know the the paperwork that said they had trademarked it beforehand. Yeah. So even if there was kind of a question of whether or not it'd be called the Vita. It was definite before E3 happened. Yeah, yeah people found it in the source code too. Like people are crazy. People found in the source code of buried in Sony's website somewhere. Yeah. The I, PS Vita. I, I don't know why they don't just trademark multiple names. You know. Yeah, get at least try and confuse people. But I guess Some they just don't want to do. Get but you're you're right. They didn't do that here. Sometimes you see that though. Like like Bungie has trademarked like eight new things, and you know maybe one of them will be the name of their next game. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so. Um, they showed the PS Vita. Biggest shocker. Like, they talked about it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's great. Right. Biggest shocker was when they talked about the price. And I'm like, 350 400 Yeah, well, 49 for the base model. Bang. Means I was right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was right. Dude, we were banging out. We were batting like a 1,000 for E3 up until Nintendo, pretty much. <laughs> as far as... If you if you haven't listened to our podcast where we uh, kind of went through what we expected to see at E three, we did real good. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely really did. Good. I think a um, lot of people did too. Yeah, it, we really kind of got what you expected to get at E three. Yeah. yeah, but even the surprise that, stuff we we got. I was good. I was going to say, Rob, I'll give you this one because I don't think <laughs> a lot of people were saying three hundred and up. For this, for the PS Vita, so I didn't really believe they would do it. I just really like I didn't see a way that they shouldn't, you know, they couldn't do it. But like I know that it is Sony, and they definitely would, you know, definitely have the potential to make it higher than that. So when they said two fifty, I was like jumping up and down and stuff. Oh, (laughs) well, you yeah, it looks like a great platform, man. And when they show that screen, it looks so nice. And every time I see the thing, I'm like. Damn you, Nintendo, for not putting another analog stick on your system. How hard would that have been? Yeah. But I digress. But they're like, but you have the touch screen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> uh, like, we're uh, already hearing a lot of the hands-on for games like Resident Evil for the 3DS is like, well, you know, it's a really awesome game, but um, kind of sucks not having another analog stick. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Sony. Really, seriously, thank you for putting a second analog stick on there. Yeah. Much needed. Definitely. So yeah, it was it was two forty nine for the base, three hundred, which I was expecting three fifty. Yes, that was what I was gonna say. That was what surprised me because even I said that it was probably gonna be more for three G. Three G was only fifty dollars more. I shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I'll buy it at three hundred for that. Exactly. Really? Yeah. I felt the yeah. same way. Exactly. Okay. So, like, because there's enough value in that. Um, the only thing that may be a barrier to some people, and it definitely got a boo from the crowd, because, like, that was, like, it was a pretty negative reaction. But um, Kaz basically said that they're partnered exclusively with AT&T for their 3G coverage, which is fine. Yes. Like me, you have AT&T already. Other people, kind of problem. Or, or if you've had problems with AT&T. So, that, that kind of stinks. But pricing? Psh, yeah. Yeah, the network. I kind of laughed a little bit when they were trying to tell me that AT and T is the best fast network out there. 
AT&T yeah, I don't think so. is the fastest, proven. Uh, However, cover it. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> it is proven that AT&T has a faster network than anybody, including Verizon. Their coverage is the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, there's plenty of places where AT&T don't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like Verizon definitely like has the best coverage in the nation. Uh, AT&T has the fastest. So if you're in an area that has both Verizon and AT&T at full bars, AT&T will download faster. However, you'll be able to download more on Verizon. <laughs> you know. Well, that makes sense because uh, I was like, something is missing here because I-, I believe you. I guess that's right technically, but in practice, it doesn't feel that way to me, and I guess that's why. Yeah, yeah that's in practice, why. Yeah. You go somewhere and you have two bars. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but AT&T, like, you know, I mean, they're, they're the two best providers out there, probably. Everyone would probably agree with that, Verizon and AT&T. So it's not like they were like, hey, we partner exclusively with Cricket Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody was probably thinking about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the pricing is great. And then they actually showed the system, like, they, they demoed. Like the Uncharted uh, Golden Abyss, which looked great. I was a little upset because what? Not I was not gonna say upset, but a little disappointed that they didn't render it at 30 frames per second. That was definitely not 30 frames on that screen. Even yeah. though I know that the PSB that can is capable of it, because Wipeout was displayed at at least 30 frames. I think it was actually higher than that. Um, but the Golden Abyss was only rendered. Uh, I don't know. Maybe 24, maybe. But the game itself was still good, you know. Um, and they showed the how you can either use the analog sticks and the buttons, or you can use the touchscreen. And you get options. Thank you for giving us options. Yeah. Yeah. Main Forcing thing. people <laughs> to use touch and, like, tilt and blowing into microphones and crap like that for everything is so wrong. It's not wrong to put it in there. It's fine. But if that's the only way you can control something, I have a major problem with the game. So thank you, Sony, again. Yeah. So they should Or Ben Ben Studios, is it? Is that who's working on that game? I believe. I don't know. Nobody knows. I think it's ben. <laughs> I believe it's ben. I, Yeah, I think you're right. I I just don't really remember off the top of my head because I definitely, you know, heard them say the name, but I just don't remember now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is Ben. Yeah, I know they made um No, no, I can't even remember. All right. Well, it's done <laughs> Never mind, next thought. Yeah. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> they showed Ruin, which is like a dungeon crawler, which is, you know... Kind of looks like Torchlight. Yeah. That's cool. The cool thing about it, though, was the fact that he, he was on the PSP, or the PS Vita, sorry, and uh, saved the game, and then immediately went to the PS3 and picked it up, because he can cloud save. Yep. You know? That was cool. And the game yeah. looks exactly the same on both systems. I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're going to yeah. see a lot of that. Yeah, and it's something that Sony's been doing already, like, you know, transferring games, but it's mostly been with the really PSN titles because there's nothing that's really, you know, on both platforms in the same form. Um, so, yeah, I definitely see more of that happening, especially with, you know, the cloud becoming such a big deal with everybody because every time Apple does something, everybody thinks they're the first one that's done it. And they aren't. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you love that. Yeah. Oh man, they're doing the cloud. It's crazy. It's like yeah, they, they everybody's been doing that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but and now Apple's doing it. So. Yeah. That um, other stuff doesn't count. 
But yeah, I definitely see more of that, and 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 it also really showed off because I didn't realize that Ruin was going to be on PS, you know, on PS3 at that point either until they did that. Um, the fact that like there's going to be a lot of games that not only use the cloud but are going to be like truly cross-platform. Like you're not going to be able to tell a heck of a lot of difference, which is really really cool because <laughs> yeah. that game did look the same between when they had it on the PS Vita and when they put it on the PS3 and it didn't look bad either yeah That's, exactly yeah I like the idea of doing it a lot because you know I actually play I probably play my handheld games as much like just sitting in like the living room or my bedroom as much as I do actually like on the road somewhere um, so, so I like the idea of like okay cool I will actually just play this on the PlayStation 3 when I'm at home and then you know when I go somewhere I'll Take it with me on the PS Vita. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so that was cool when they did that. I think we're going to see... Well, I guess I think we're going to see more games do that. I, what I would like to see is, like, if you buy a game... Let's say you buy Ruin on the PS3. You have Pack the option... for it. Yeah, you have, like, the option... Because they're not going to give it to you for free. There's no way they're going to give it to you for free. But it's like, if you... Uh, if they give you like a, a pass option, like pay $15 and you can get it on the PS3 or on your PS Vita... Oh. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, there needs to be something. <laughs> that like would be such a money maker, Sony. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about because I'm the person who would buy that. Yeah. <laughs> and even crazy and here's an even crazier idea. Like you even saving even more time, if it's still a um what's its face? If there's uh if it's like a memory stick like they keep saying it is for the Vita, yeah. You already have the game on the memory stick. Let somebody put it on there, you know, it gives you a little prompt for the store to buy it for $10 or whatever it is, 15 and then you got it on both. You yeah. know, like, that's money. <laughs> money. <laughs> we heard Definitely. you like that, Sony. Yeah. Yeah, so. We heard you like games. <laughs> <laughs> this could work. Definitely. Now, after that, they showed My Nation Racers, which is a new game for the PSV, not a port... But the thing that showed off was that the track creation. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. that. It was it looked pretty impressive. It looked. Um, I mean, I'm sure they they rehearsed the hell out of that thing, so they do exactly what they were doing when they walked in there. But the uh, functionality looks like it'll be fun. It looks like it works really well. Yeah. So like they you know they use the touchscreen of course, but then they use the back. I get. I don't know what it was they called it. The, touch uh, surface <laughs> the on the back. Touch yeah, <laughs> they <just> did that, <laughs> and the guy used it to make some mountains. You know, by touching it. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, he was like raising mountains through the back, and then like flattening stuff out, and like he like hollowed out some land for like a lake on the front screen. It was pretty cool. Now, after that, they showed. Well, actually, after that, they showed Little Big Planet, which that game alone. Could probably give you a reason to buy a Vita, simply because of I mean, look at Little Big Planet two, and everything that's become with all those additional games, all the stuff that people have created for it. If you don't like Little Big Planet, you have no soul. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like Little Big Planet is more than just like even those commercials used to say like it's more than just like it's not just one game. It's so many different games in one because yeah. of the community, and now it's portable. You know, it's it's I think the game I think it would do so much better. With it being portable, because that like me, I don't. Play, it's not like I don't like Little Big Planet, but I don't sit down and take time to play it. But if I had Little Big Planet on my PS Vita, and I'm going somewhere like on vacation or something, I'm loaded up with a whole bunch of like you know user created content, and then go 
keep one game in my my console, you know, the entire trip. Yeah, it it's it should be pretty cool. It really should. Uh, and like you mentioned, that they're delivering all these extra games. It's it's kind of a thing where we're like promise this sort of thing in many games. Like, oh, the community is really going to rally and do this, that, and the other. This is one where like it actually it actually comes through on their vision, and very successfully so. So especially, especially yeah, I was gonna say especially if it was like you can use the user created content from Little Big Planet too. Yeah, yeah, like the fact yeah. that they're including like every creation tool and and levels that have already been made in Little Big Planet too, big deal because that's literally like I mean it was endless when they put Little Big Planet one stuff in Little Big Planet two. It's really like you can you could play that game forever and like never see the end of it <laughs> or never stop creating stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's so much content already, and it's just gonna keep getting exponentially larger. Yes. So that was cool. Um, the last thing I showed for it, I think, was the Street Fighter X Tekken, which, you know, we knew that was on the way, but the surprise was that Cole will be in the game, and at least the Vita version, and there will be a Vita version. So yeah, I thought, that made a lot of people happy. Yeah, I mean, it was went nuts when they made that announcement. Yeah, I thought that was like I thought that was pretty cool. Like, good mm-hmm. job, Sony. So. But yeah, they showed a lot of stuff. Oh, and also they also mentioned that Bioshock, there will be a version of Bioshock Infinite on the PS Vita. So, and it will, to my knowledge, it'll come with Bioshock. Well, wait, did he really say that though? Because I thought he was saying that there was going to be something set in the Bioshock universe that'll be on Vita, but not necessarily Infinite. Was well, as that version of? So and maybe okay. it won't be maybe yeah. it won't be Bioshock Infinite, you know, some subtitle, but it'll be some type of Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah, um, you would assume it would be somehow related to Infinite. It really wouldn't make no, sense. No, that's true. I mean, yeah, but he said it's just he, all he really says is it's set in the Bioshock universe, which will probably I hear include you. aspects of both, honestly, yeah. I would think, but we'll see. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, the first one was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So now they also did sort of some move stuff. I didn't even write it down because it was terrible. Like, it wasn't even worth talking about. Yeah, I mean, they didn't try and, like, like really, like, foist it on us like they, you know, Microsoft did with Kinect, but it was still like, all right, you're talking about Move a little bit too much, I don't care. Like, it just w- let me go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It wasn't as bad as Microsoft, you're right, but it was still really bad. It was yeah. still, oh, there yeah. were large sections of the Sony press conference where I was dozing a little bit. Not as bad as Microsoft one, not at all. Again, yeah, they slumped in the first. middle quite a bit. Like they definitely talked a little bit too much about like move and stuff. I think they mentioned SOCOM, and I was like, "We're really talking about that still." Like I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they, like they um they brought Kobe Bryant out to talk about two oh, K. Um, that should be good demonstration too. And then they brought out Kobe. They brought out yeah. Kobe, and he was using one move controller to play to to play um you know, 2K. But, like, who thinks that's fun? Like, you don't play video games to see, you know, the least amount of equipment you can use. You play it to have fun, but who... Like, that didn't look fun at all. But they were having a lot of fake fun, so I mean... (laughs) He wasn't even having fake fun, because KB... He wasn't even having fake fun, because Kobe's getting his butt whipped by the CPU. Like, he he scored two points, and then they stopped the demo. Like, he he got burned for, like, eight points, and then, like, he scored two, and then they're like, okay, yeah, that's it, so I'm gonna... uh, Say your nice little speech now, Kobe, because that's... Like, he came out, had a little scripted part, you know, got beaten by the CPU, and once he scored a point, they took the controller back from him, and then he said you know his little speech about 
about 2K. But like, and like, the sad part is like, 2K is a big deal. Like, 2K is awesome. And then they wasted it, show and move. Because yeah. it was in it last year. And like, I know people didn't really realize it was in it last year, but it worked the exact same damn way. So I don't know why they really felt the need to like say, like, man, look at what it's got. Like, yeah, it had the same thing last year. Show me but- how awesome that game is because that game's going to be awesome. You know, because they were the only one out of the big three to have them, you know, specifically show off their game. And there still was no sign of NBA Elite. So, still the big basketball game. You know, the same way Madden is usually like a big deal. Like, it kind of isn't anymore. 2K could have been a big deal. They wasted that. Yeah. With a bad celebrity appearance and bad oh, yeah. implementation of Terrible. They definitely wasted the opportunity there. They uh, really recall the Microsoft conference where you were like, yeah, this could be cool can we see the game and not the moving motion controller yeah yeah Yeah. so um other than that they did confirm shadow of the colossus and ico remastered yeah no one's surprised yeah Yeah, like how long have we been hearing about that just want to know that it's still coming that's all (laughs) i'm pretty sure i put that information on my blog before we made match those buttons I believe it. I mean, it's been out there for a long time, man. Because yeah, it, it was about that time last year. So, yeah. Yeah. We're not so. going to show you The Last Guardian, but uh, remember those games that were also we made a while ago. They're coming back. Yeah, yeah. But that's why they're doing be- that. They're they're leveraging that to give a little more time so yeah. they can kind of not talk about you know the uh, the other ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I understand. You know, take all the time you need to make that thing right, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic when it's ready. Still, it it sucks that it's been delayed and we didn't get to see it. It's been yeah, a while. Just not delay. talking about it now. Yeah. yeah, it's going dark. So, all right. So, that wraps up the Sony conference. Uh, biggest thing: PS Vita, followed by the TV or the monitor that they're putting out. And then, you no, know, they showed us a couple of games that they're they're coming out with. But it was definitely better than Nintendo's conference. Oh, sorry, than Microsoft conference. Yeah, definitely better than Microsoft. By far. By far. Yeah, it was way better than Microsoft. I thought it was both Nintendo and Sony were like way above Microsoft but still not like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But let's, let's, I mean, get in the, let's, let's get in the Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get into the Nintendo now. Um, Nintendo, well first of all their opening was very epic. They had an epic Legend of Zelda opening. They had full symphony playing Legend of Zelda tunes. I was like, oh man, big Legend of Zelda announcement coming and all sorts of awesomeness. Like it was nice. It was a nice way to open. Like it was good. It was cool, and being the Zelda fanatic, bleh, the Zelda, the Zelda fanatic that I am. <laughs> the Zelda, the Zelda fanatic. The Zelda fanatic. I pronounced the name of the game properly. Um, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was really cool, and I really liked the f- new trailer for Skyward Sword. It was really cool. Uh, you had the whole symphony thing there. Uh, one of the best things about Zelda is is the sound effects and the music. So it was awesome to see that. And they announced a bevy of Zelda things, like Link's Awakening. It's on the 3DS eShop right now. Go get it. We're doing a full symphony tour, doing the music of Zelda. That'll be cool, you know. So that that went on for a while. I mean, if you're not in the Zelda, you probably were. Like, come on, man. Is there anything else? But if you're watching the Nintendo press comments, yeah, you have to be in the Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't have been watching that and not been a little bit excited by some of the stuff. Yeah. I was. I, mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. So that that. That part was cool, and yeah. all the the yeah, first... came out, talked about stuff, yeah, stuff they're giving away, yeah. Nintendo knows how to put on a show; they really do. Well, even, do even... they? <laughs> do they? 
What'd you they say? pretend that they know how to put on a show, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I even me, me not being a Zelda fan, I was like, okay, this is pretty. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you know, I'll probably pick up Skyward Sword. Yeah, I, I I was kind of at a point when they when they first showed off Skyward Sword, like we'd heard about it before, but last year in E3 was the first time they really showed it off, and. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to get it. It'll be fun. But I wasn't really that excited. Um, I thought the last one, Twilight Princess, was it was a very good game. But for me, for by Zelda standards, I was kind of like, eh. It was kind of disappointing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there was something that was missing in that. Like, I I should have loved that game to death because it was really just a continuation of Ocarina of Time. And I really could not get into it. I, I just could And I felt like I felt like a traitor, like because I couldn't. <laughs> but I felt the I, same way, Rob. I know what you mean. I think the problem was I think we all thought like, wow, Ocarina of Time, so fantastic. For me personally, I didn't know no, I was gonna agree. That's my favorite game of all time. And I think I, I definitely thought like, yeah, I want more of that. And then they gave it to me and I was like realized what I really wanted was something that was new like Ocarina was when I played it and original. Not just here's Ocarina again, even darker. But I think Skyward Sword this year, anyways, getting back on topic, they had a much better showing, and I think it looks really cool, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It was actually one of my favorite games at the show. But enough about Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides Zelda... It's been a little bit of time on it. Yeah, besides Zelda, they really shouldn't show too much Wii stuff. They did show... It's definitely the swan song for the system. Yeah. I thought she was actually <laughs> talking about like a song in uh, like Ocarina. I'm like, swan song? What the? Yeah, what exactly. are you talking about? The Wonder Swan? What? <laughs> you played the song Swan Song on your Ocarina, and the Wonder Swan showed up. It's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well. um, most of the um, they didn't show a lot of stuff for Wii. They showed a lot of stuff for 3DS, which um, is funny because Reggie from Nintendo is, like, the only person who can make Luigi sound serious. You know? <laughs> he's like, he's back, and he's got his vacuum. You know, yeah. like, it's super serious. And yeah, they, show, they play Luigi's Mansion, and it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they're not saying that Luigi's Mansion... It's a lot of hate. It was actually a good game, but I understand the hate. It wasn't a great game by well, any means. No, I'm not it was gonna... a good game, but it's just that Luigi gets a lot of hate. That's really yeah. what it is. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Bad, but I... I understand. Everybody wanted at launch. It was the first time a Nintendo system launched and there wasn't a Mario platformer there. And it was like, this is the game you're getting to replace that. And compared to like Mario Galaxy or Mario 64 or something like that, it's like, no. No, not at all. This is not doing it for me. If if somebody still got that much residual hate for that game, really, that's you're you should yeah, let, it go. let it go. That's a lot of residual hate. I forgot about that until you said it. I was like, really? That's GameCube. Why are we still talking about that? <laughs> Nintendo fans do not forget, man. <laughs> that's, that's true. They got long memories. Got um, memories. Anyways, Luigi's Mansion too. It looks like it'll be a fun little game for the 3DS. You're not definitely not going to be one of the games that you're like, oh, I got to get a 3DS got Luigi's Mansion. But it looks like there'll be some cool opportunities for 3D effects there. It should be fun. And he's actually exploring different mansions now. It's not just one. So hopefully there'll be some, a little more variety in uh, in the environments. That was my take on it anyways. Yeah, the same True. thing. Like, the, like you said, the original Luigi's Mansion wasn't a bad game, but this will probably be just as good as that one. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. It's Yeah. I was like, oh, nice. Another Luigi's Mansion. I, I'll probably get that. Be a fun time. 
Yeah. And like, I was like, yeah, he's back. <laughs> well, Reggie wanted you to say that. <laughs> Sorry, Reggie. I didn't say that. He's going to come to your house and eat your soul. He might. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> yeah, him and Don't... Bobby Kodak. But, um... <laughs> they could find well, him. Bobby Kodak eats your soul for different reasons. And Reggie <laughs> just does it because that's how scary he is. <laughs> Kodak does it because he wants your money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I guess. more entertained when Reggie does it, though, to be honest. Uh, I'd rather listen to Reggie be all, you know, super I've super. never listened to, uh, listened to Kodak. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So um, they also showed Mario Kart 3DS. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is the same game I've been playing for a long time. And then they showed the hang gliders. Yeah. Oh, oh! It's brand new. They get us so easy. Yeah, but that was before they showed them the the customization, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing that you saw, you're like, okay, they're racing around the track, and he's like, it's all new because Reggie's serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, this game is brand new, revving up the you know, revving up the road, yeah. and it's like, really? Because it looks like the same damn game. And then they jump, they do that jump, and they get on a hang glider, and you're like, holy crap, this is amazing! <laughs> yeah. Even though nothing is changed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like hang gliders. Oh, it's a whole new experience now. Yeah, it's a whole new Mario Kart. Even though they did that in Donkey Kong. Like, I, really though. Quite you. We're, we're easily, we're easily we don't talk entertained. Not rare anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, They're sure, making connect avatars. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. that studio go down. Oh, the mighty fall. Yeah. Oh Dude, yeah. That was, next to Nintendo back in the day, that was my favorite freaking developer out there. They oh, yeah. so Donkey much. Kong. Goldeneye, oh, yeah. perfect, yeah. perfect or, dark. dark. What dark. happened? Uh, like dr- drug and alcohol. That's what happened. The rock star <laughs> lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Stamper Brothers left, and they were like a major part of what Rare was. A, lo- a lot of the personnel left, and I guess everyone thought Nintendo was crazy. Remember when they said there? Though that came out that they were selling Rare. The internet. Oh, yeah. We're like, Dude, that's perfect. crazy. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, perfect art. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Like, or Diddy Kong. Like, yeah, dude, no, they made the right move. They knew it was coming. Like, I that's... think Microsoft happened <laughs> to Rare. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Rare happened to Microsoft. I'm not really sure who got inflicted on it. <laughs> At the time, I thought they were nuts, too. I was like, how could you sell them off? This is crazy. And then I played Perfect Dark, too. I was like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. This is awful. Yeah. This isn't even a little bit good. This is awful. This is what you did to Perfect Dark? I hate you. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't think we're actually supposed to be talking about. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> You're not at the press conference. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're easily swayed by by things that look a little bit new. That's how that's how much at heart all of us are Nintendo like still fans. Like we really are. Uh, any gamer because it goes so far back. You know, there's no Sega now, but like if you talk about Nintendo and Sega. Automatic memories, you know, right. and, it, and for some of us like me, I guess probably some of you guys too, like Atari and stuff like that too, brings back some memories. But you talk about Nintendo, automatic nostalgia, yeah. like, and 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 it doesn't hurt at all that the first parties remain so strong during all this time because that's the only reason Nintendo's even still with us. Because if it was about third party, it they'd be gone. Yeah. So. You know, we see something like Mario Kart, we're like, oh, okay, that really does look exactly the same as what you put out on the DS. 
and then they get on hang gliders, and then they're underwater driving, and they're... Oh, can I pre-order this? Yeah, and they're making... <laughs> they're changing the carts, even though customization that game, how, how much difference is it going to make? Probably none. But, like, it doesn't matter, because it's still good enough to be new. <laughs> it makes a ton of a difference. Like, now I can have big wheels or small wheels. <laughs> I can have a cart that's a shell or a car. <laughs> it's not just a shell. It's a car. <laughs> it's a shell with some monster truck this. wheels. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So uh, everyone who played it at the show, every hands-on impression I read was like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is every handheld Mario Kart game you've ever played." But with, now with big with wheels, propellers, and hang gliders. <laughs> which, I'm like, you know what though? Have you ever played a Mario Kart game that was anything less than completely awesome? No. Even if it is getting a little stale at this point, I do kind of agree. It is kind of getting a little like overexposed because it eventually it's like what else can you do to make this feel different but it's going to be fun it's going to be a lot of fun you know it is oh yeah no doubt well, it'll, we'll it'll still it. sell like gangbusters i mean honestly we saw hang gliders and we got excited yeah so it's true. obviously <laughs> <laughs> obviously we're gonna get change it the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> just changed everything oh my god it's crazy yeah. i never got you again reggie <laughs> yeah. So what, what was next after Mario Kart? I don't remember honestly. It uh, was uh, uh, Star Mario? Fox. Yeah. Oh, Star Fox. Yeah. Star Fox uh, no, 3DS. No. Yeah. And did you call that? You call that they were gonna they're gonna bring that back? Oh in. yeah. Well, I knew Star Fox was gonna be in 3DS because when they showed the 3DS, like that first video, they showed Star Fox flying out of the screen. Yeah, they already said oh, it. Was, they had already that's said true. it was coming. They had actually announced this game previously. But no. this was the first time we, we saw it for real. Yeah. And, so. uh, it's an incredible game, Star Wars 64, but they're getting a little crazy with the goddamn remakes on this system. You know? At least you're flying in this one, and yeah. it doesn't look like you're getting out of the plane. It takes us that's back all, to a better time. Actually, yeah, not, that's all I can really say about it. If you play Star Wars 64, there, you can get out of there. Is like uh, tanks and like on foot shit too, but it's but it doesn't yeah, but you, suck. Yeah, that's yeah, the difference. <laughs> you want to put yourself through pain, you will go do that. The tank is actually cool. I like the the tank. The yeah, tank was like, cool. They were, the they sub added was cool. cool aspects. Yeah. yeah, you know that stuff was cool. But for the most part, you're still in the R wing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you're still in a vehicle, and you're still doing things that are related to what Star Fox would normally do, which is blow crap up in a vehicle. You know, and you're dog scared. fighting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got really scared for about two seconds when they started talking about tilt controls, and then they were, then they said, "Don't worry, it's optional." I was like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah, oh, thank, thank you. God. Yeah, because uh, you are retarded if you play the game that way. Go ahead if that's what you want to do. You're retarded. Yeah, you're just a retard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you can play it, but you're a retard. Yeah, because <laughs> how much are you really going to be able to like really have good control over when you're spinning around and doing what you did with a controller as a kid, trying to turn better? <laughs> like that's, that's basically what's happening. Um, the new uh, thing that although, they added is that it will now that the camera on the 3DS will tape you while you're playing and transmit that above your R wing or tank, whatever you're in at the time, um, against opponents in the multiplayer, which is kind of like a lot of arcade racing games. Only such as a picture. This is video footage of your facial reactions as you're getting owned by your friends, yeah. which is going to lead to so much trash talk. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and the fact that they're having multiplayer too, like that, that was a pretty cool aspect. Yeah, well, for 3ds, I mean, it's yeah, kinda, okay. I got gotcha. you. You're right. It's a cool addition. Yeah, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually looking forward to that because I don't think there's ever been a game that I've beaten so hard than Star Fox. I mean, there literally was nothing I could do in that game 
when I got done with it. Like, I had every record. Do- oh, okay, yeah. Everything. Like, everything was done in the game. Like, I beat it 110%. Yeah, they had all those crazy medals and everything you can get. Yeah. yeah. It was it, fun. All I could do it's was so put it on the shelf. Value. Yeah, exactly. It begged me to go to Funko yeah. Land. Like, take me in. Please. Yeah, I'm really actually done. Not the fake kind of done that most gamers are now, but we're actually yeah. done with our business here. Our business is concluded. You can take me back and not feel any regret. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, you've been playing so long at that point, you went to Funko and they're like, we're actually GameStop now. <laughs> and we also don't take those games. Yeah. Get the hell out of here, man. Well, but pre order something on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be really cool, definitely. And it's the last really good Star Fox game they made. Every Star Fox game they've made since then has gone downhill. It got oh, worse. Yeah. Oh, I really yeah. hope this is the start of them bringing Star Fox back. I hope we get like a Wii U Star Fox in the more traditional vein of the original Star Fox and six, the sixty four version, because that would be really cool. Well, they tried to do that GameCube Star Fox, which started out great because you were in an R-Wing, and then I suddenly found myself out of the R-Wing again. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. They've given Star Fox off to like everybody. That was made by um, Namco. And oh. Well. Which would have been like okay. Like I don't even have a problem with, like, okay, let somebody else try it. They make something cool. But they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did everything wrong instead. Yeah, yeah so. I hate Namco. Not really, but I hated that game. <laughs> I hate that game you made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So, Mario 3DS. Yeah, it's Mario 3DS is the next Super one. Super Mario 3DS. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Super that, Mario. That's Mr. Super Mario to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that looks awesome. You know it yeah, will be. It's Mario. It's cool looking. I mean, they got the powers. You got the raccoon tail and stuff again. Yeah, it's, you know, what you thought. <laughs> I mean, it it's looks like cool it looks like they combine like Mario three, Mario sixty four, and Mario Galaxy. Exactly, yeah, which is a really good thing to me because those basically are putting Mario three with any other Mario game is this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. That's the that and that is a game that like you will actually buy the 3ds to play that, if, especially if you're a Nintendo fan. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. It looks like it's kind of focused on smaller levels, like in Super Mario Brothers three. They brought back the Tanuki suit, which we're all pumped about. Yeah, <laughs> but everybody knew that was again. happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, levels, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, it looked really cool. It looked really cool. Yeah, I mean, who thought that a whole bunch of adults would be excited over a raccoon tail? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was. I, I was. <laughs> again, that's a wizard. I <laughs> wizard no you didn't <laughs> yeah I did I did what, really that was the first look at that game that's why people went and didn't saw that movie <laughs> uh, yeah. I never actually saw the wizard but you're right yeah, you're, that was... you're better off really not having seen it really <laughs> not anything enjoy you know anything meaningful to my life except for getting that sneak peek at Mario yeah, yeah. <laughs> right before game journalism was an actual thing that's how you saw games yeah. <laughs> In fact, that was the only time I can remember that ever happening either. So, yeah. Not really that special. And the game glove. I don't know what happened to that. Uh, oh I would God. buy one of those just to walk around in. At this I point. am pretty sure I have one in the attic in a box that I cut the fingers off of because it looked cooler to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they did yeah. suck me into that one. I never bought a power glove. Uh, I wish. I wish I was that cool. 
<laughs> it only worked with Mike Tyson punch out. I can't remember a single other game that, that actually worked with. It was that well, was a terrible pro. That's because you weren't Captain N. Yeah, but even <laughs> Captain N didn't really need the power glove. All he needed was a zapper. <laughs> I, I thought the ability to just pause all. everything around him with his belt was pretty awesome. That's true. <laughs> like you, need, you, you know need. what? Uh, hold on, pause. I'm not ready for this yet. <laughs> this podcast would be much better if we could just do that. We could yeah. just pause in the middle. It would have been all that screw up about Halo. Yeah, bathroom break. <laughs> We're gonna captain end this thing up here. <laughs> all right, guys. Halo we'll, break. We'll be the wiser. Yeah. Well, now they know that we're real. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's move on to Kid Icarus, which I was actually surprised by that. Surprised they actually did shows. Yeah, so something for that. Yeah. Besides flying around, they actually showed some combat, and I'm like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that actually looks good, and it has voiceovers. Yeah. 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 That voiceovers. was the thing that really and shocked me. I was, what full voice acting in a Nintendo game? Um, of course, we had that with Metroid, which was made by Team Ninja, and it was terrible. Yeah, it was still a console. You're not. You're talking about the handheld having full yeah. voiceover, which is pretty big. Yeah. For any, any still, any time a Nintendo game gets full voice work, which is ridiculous. That's a whole other argument, but. Even as a huge Nintendo fan, I constantly think it's ridiculous that their games don't have voice acting. Um, yeah, but I guess that's because they're trying to keep something that's, you know, kind of timeless about the characters and keep it that way rather than, like, have a screw-up with somebody voicing, like, Donkey Kong or something and you then know, it be terrible. And then you... <laughs> well, that's what I mean, though. Like, who who doesn't talk that needs to? Okay, you know, uh, Zelda. Link, as a Zelda Link. fan, I think Legend of Zelda needs voice acting, and this is a major <sighs> in the Zelda community. I, I think you know what? everybody it's, but Link needs voice. That's what I was going to say, Rob. They do, do the Gordon Freeman thing. Okay, that's fine like, then. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, the, it's pretty cheesy sounding, the voice work, but I mean, it's not a real serious game. It's, you know, cartoony and like cool. So it, it works. Yeah, but that kind of, I mean, you're amazed by the voice work. I'm amazed by the combat. That combat looked nice. Yeah, those bosses were humongous. It looked like some really cool boss fights going yeah. on there. Yeah, uh, so. I'm and it's multiplayer. And it's yeah. multiplayer. It's just for the first time, three on three, where um, it, it's yeah, kind you, of like VIP, like juggernaut type thing. Yeah, where, somebody's the angel, and you got to take yeah. down the, the other team's angel. Yeah. yeah. It starts out like regular, like just deathmatch kind of thing. Apparently, and you just fight until like somebody spawns as the angel, and he's like really powered up. And then when you take him down, you win. Hmm. Should be fun. Yeah, actually, I don't own a 3DS. I wasn't planning on buying one, but I think Nintendo did a good job to the point where I'm I'm actually going to buy a 3DS at some point in nice. time. Probably yeah. when probably when Mario comes out or Metal Gear, one of the two. Even though, see, that's I don't understand. Like I've played, I've put beaten Metal Gear Solid three four times. <laughs> and I'm, and just gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get it again. <laughs> that game is awesome. We're suckers for certain things. Because <laughs> when, when the original came out, I beat it twice. I beat it once, and then once you know, once you have the final weapon, I went through it again to get everything else. And then when they had the Metal Gear Solid Three sustenance, or, yeah, sus, yeah sustenance. subsistence, yeah, subsistence, sustenance, yeah, whatever. I played that one and did it twice again. Love that game, but anyway, um, yeah, the 3ds was really strong, and it it needed to be. I have a 3ds. I don't own a single game. Actually, that's not true. They announced Excite Bike 3D for free download on the eShop during their conference. <laughs> I downloaded that, so that's what I have now for 3ds. <laughs> I bought the 3ds because I was trading. We had two Wii's, and we realized like, why do we have two Wii's? My girlfriend and I, 
um, Jess from from the site for those of you who don't know. And we we're like, well, let, why don't we trade one in right now before it drops in price, as we all knew it was going to. And just, you know, we're going to get the 3DS anyway, so let's trade it and get a 3DS. So we did, but I didn't want any of the games that were out for 3DS. <laughs> I, uh, I'm waiting for Ocarina of Time with bated breath. So the, yeah. I thought the 3DS, along with the PS Vita, had the best showing, better than any of the consoles. Yeah, they and 3DS got the biggest boost from the Nintendo conference, it which needed- says a lot from what happened after... They talked yeah. about it. So let's talk about the most disappointing thing in gaming that's happening uh, <laughs> in a long time. Well, I'll say at, at, at this year's As of E3. right now, as yeah. of this year's E3, yeah. Yeah, okay, so Nintendo, we all knew Nintendo was coming out with a new console. Okay. Um, big leak, big hype. Yeah. You know, they didn't it, try and cover it up like the, the Call of Duty leak. It was, you know, oh, yeah, that's coming. And yeah. then on top of that, they're saying it's going to be the most powerful console on the market. Okay, I can't even listen to this seriously now. <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful console on the market. It's going to they're going to change everything. And then they showed it, and it was like, what? And the thing is, like, they didn't show. They didn't even show what the console looked like. They that showed the con- they showed the controller. Okay. To, and it was confusing to the point that a lot of media didn't know whether it was a new console or just a new controller. Okay, yeah, because from what they showed, especially initially, aside from one tech demo and a couple of the third-party games they mentioned, like showing them in action, the it was not like it. it you would have been perfectly, perfectly acceptable in thinking that it was not a console, that it was just a peripheral that they were launching because that's what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you thought that, I could understand from one point uh, why you would think that, but I mean, we knew we were getting a console, so I knew there was a console and this was not just a controller, but I found it extremely odd that they just showed the controller. Like, they weren't even like, oh, there's the system sitting next to it. Like, we're not going to focus on it, but at least here it is so you can see it. And later, hours later, when photos started emerging of it, like, I, I really, I've said this for you guys before. I thought they were like, like fake. Like somebody just made this up. Like it's probably gonna look something like this, maybe, because Nintendo <laughs> never said like, here it is, people. Yeah. It just, it was just kind of quietly like, yeah, here's this new console we have. Like, are you kidding me? You're bringing everything. out a new console. That, that's everything. Like, yes, yeah. that should be. That's huge. You cannot yeah. show it. And everything that they did show was about the controller. Exactly. And like they were really right. clear in saying it was, you know, the controller. But like the, there was never a point where they, you know, where they take the DS out of the pocket and and hold it up, or it, they didn't even just like hold up the system. That's all I wanted them to do. Could just just so an image of it on the screen. Sure, yeah, just so people could be sure that you're actually talking about a friggin' system before you start talking about the controller. But you're weird. launching a system. They they launched a controller, is what they did. Yeah. They launched a controller, <laughs> and as cool as that controller is, no, you were wrong. Because you were launching a system and you got to show off the system. You got to show off the power. They had one little 20 second clip of the tech demo that was supposed to show off its power and look like the same crap that everything else can do. And that was the only thing they really tried to show off that showed that the system was anything special. Well, the, the tech demo, if that stuff was actually rendered live, like on the console, that is impressive. But it didn't have any context because it was about it was a bird and trees, fish and water. Show me a monster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Show me like 
uh, Donkey Kong or something that we we have a base against that we know well, what it looks like now. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I will say that they did show that Zelda demo, which is not a game. Don't everybody go crazy and thinking like this is the next Zelda game. It's just a tech demo that they made up, but it looked great. It looked really cool. But again, it's not a game. Just like in uh, when they announced the GameCube. They showed footage of Link battling Ganon, and everyone was like, oh my god, it's amazing! And then they revealed Wind Waker, and like, what happened? I thought we were getting that Zelda game. So, this is like that. This is not a game. It's a tech demo. Yeah, the Nintendo was very, very, very clear, and like even before they even showed anything on the system, saying that anything that you see that's not already out is just something in progress. Like, it's just an idea for something yeah. that... Not not anything that we're actually making. It's just a tech demo. Yeah, so they learned they their lessons. Zelda, Mario, like a Wii Fit type of deal. Um, they showed a whole bunch of different things. And, you know, unless they're out or they already announced them, it's nothing you're actually going to see. That's not necessarily true. Some of those things you're probably going to see in the future, but probably not in the current form that they showed them off during right. the, the tech A lot demo. of those tech demos could end up coming together as sort of like a, a bundled-in game. You know, like they, that's what happened with the Wii originally. They, they, they showed off all the Wii Sports stuff individually. It wasn't Wii Sports yet. It was just here's Wii Boxing and Wii Bowling and whatnot, and then they eventually put it all together. So something like that could conceivably happen. Even if it does, we, we, we needed to see... This is the game that sells you on this system because we're talking about now our system is more powerful than everybody else's, and you know this is, it's a brand new console. We're not saying brand new console. What is the game that is selling me on it? There has to be a killer app, and there was not at all. Yeah. Nowhere. Not yeah, we setting. we predicted that you know between at least between me and Jared, Jared predicted that the headliner, the big game that they would show off, would be a new Mario for yeah. for the new system, the Wii U. That is its official name, the Wii U. Um, start with all your, you know, crazy anecdotes because that's it's full of possibilities, just like the Wii was. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a terrible name, by the way. But go ahead. Yeah, it is yeah. bad. But that everyone says it's, when it's the Wii came out. About people, you. Yeah. So it you. was stupid, but people <laughs> said the same things about the Wii, and that turned out pretty darn well for Nintendo. Yeah, I'm going to feelings bit. about the system aside. It turned out very well for Nintendo. It did because it's you know it's more about what it does than what's in the name. So after a certain point, you know, like yeah, it's not as awesome of a name as a Revolution, but people look past it because of what the system does. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I, I'll digress. When he started talking about you know the, when they named the Wii. I was like, oh, no, they're not. No, they're not going to do what I think they're going to do. And then they did it, and they called it the yeah. Wii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about, so you start talking, you're like, oh, incoming stupid name. Here yeah. it comes. It's going to yep. be bad. Let's just get ready for it now. And then there it was. Wii U. And notice how they didn't even mention all the talk about Project Cafe leading up to it. They didn't even say, like, you probably know it as Project Cafe, but the real name, you know, it was like – what. Because everyone heard that, we're just not going to even acknowledge that that was ever the code name, which it clearly was, because it came from so many different sources, you know? Yeah, yeah but uh, that Project Cafe was never supposed to be the name. The only names that we really heard officially was, like, Stream. Yeah, no, I know, I know none of that yeah. was ever the official name, but they still, like, like they recognized, like, when the Wii came out, we were referring to it as Revolution. We know you like that name. It was just a code name. Of course, no, I don't think anyone actually liked the name Project Cafe. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's much of a difference because that's yeah. like that's a name that you know is just for the product. It's not what. Yeah, it's I mean, it has a project in it, but yeah, 
but um but it, aside from that you know past the past the name branding um i really kind of forgot already now that we got sidetracked by the name <laughs> well thanks nick no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll throw something out there else about this, this and that, if you guys if you can't remember. <laughs> they, they brought on a bunch of, this is very common practice for those of you who don't watch E3 every year. When, when a new console is announced, this is, it's like the thing to do. Bring in as many third parties, major third parties as you can, to talk about how amazing your new system is, greatest thing in the world, never seen anything like it. It's going to be awesome. We're pledging our support. So they did that, and they, they ran like all this this montage of developers talking about it, and some of it was cool. We got a few actual announcements like, hey, Darksiders 2 is coming to the Wii U. Uh, Batman Arkham City coming to the Wii U, which is cool, but, you know, probably... Which got the biggest that. reaction, too. Like, that was yeah. like, people were like, Batman, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game, but you know what? It's coming out in the fall on Xbox and PlayStation. I'm going to get it yeah. then. I'm not waiting until next year. However, the thing that really got to me, and I think everybody, the dude from EA is talking. And they're showing footage of Battlefield 3, which everybody's really pumped for that game. And you're like, oh, wow, the Wii U's getting Battlefield 3? And does it look like this? Is this how it's going to look? Because this is like the PC footage. Is this system this powerful? And he's basically like, so yeah, just imagine Battlefield 3 on the Wii U. Wouldn't that be cool if we did that? Would you guys like that? I'm not saying we're doing it, but wouldn't it be cool if we did it? <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, are you kidding me? You can't do that. What is- but he did. What a jerk move that was. Yeah, yeah, he definitely played everybody out. But I mean like besides that the, the besides the bird demo and the little the, the, the tech demo with Link that lasted all five seconds, yeah. they didn't show anything. Actually all of the footage they showed from those third party games were all from the three sixty or PS three. Right. Yep. So, like, we still don't really know what games are going to look like on the new system, but they spent all this time on the, on the controller, you know? And the controller could do some cool things, like it can stream your games to the controller, okay? Right, somebody um, else can use the TV for something else, and you can still be playing your game with your system on, playing it on the controller. Awesome. That's that is, that's probably the best application. Yeah, and you're the not fact buying system because of that, though. Definitely not. No. And you know what I, and what I can guarantee is going to happen? Um, Sony is going to say, well, the PSV has remote play. And now, since the PSV... real remote play. Exactly. And now, since the PSV is as powerful as a PS3, you can probably play any game that's in your console for remote play. And the advantage that the PSV, the Vita, is going to have over the, over the, um, the Wii U is the fact... It's actually portable. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's a portable. And on top of that, you can, if you have your 3G, um set up on your PS Vita, you can do remote play across the internet, which means you can be anywhere in remote play your console. And the reason I know it's going to happen is because you can do that right now with a PSP and a wireless connection. I've done it. Yep. I mean, it's... Uh, well, depending on the game you play, it's not the best experience. But um, uh, I, with, the, with the Vita, I can imagine it being a, a better experience. You know? But, um, yeah, I mean, the Vita has dual... You know, dual analog sticks. It has all the buttons that the PlayStation Three has. Yeah. So you can use it for as a controller if you wanted to. I can guarantee um, you that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking that too, Jared. Uh, speaking of dual analog, though, 
Thank you, Nintendo. Dual analog sticks on the controller. Uh, four trigger buttons. All that good stuff. No lack of buttons on the on the controller. It's got the touchscreen, 6.2 inch, exactly like we thought it would be. But it's also got every other button and stick and D-pad, everything that you've become familiar with from playing console games. And you need to have those things because there are some things you just cannot mimic. Well, you can, but you should not with the touchscreen. <laughs> Okay, like I, I don't want to say be playing games and go, well, they kind of made this work with the touchscreen. It's pretty good for what they have. No, no, I, it's better with dual analog. Don't screw with that for certain games. There are things that work great with the touchscreen. There really are. There's some really cool things you can do with that that you cannot do with analog sticks. But I, I don't want to be using that to like you move the my the axis in a first person shooter or something. Okay. Yeah, definitely kudos on that. However, I still don't really like the controller because it's so large. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. It looks really bulky. The controller is big. I mean, like it basically looks like a tablet, except with more crap on it. Basically, yeah. It does have like that that shelf on the back of it to help you hold it, and that the two triggers are mounted on like that sort of horizontal shelf that goes across the back. There. Notice what you just said, shelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. I think it's been described by other players as like a bar or something, but that's what it looks. It looks like they put a shelf on the back of it. <laughs> you know, and it has it has rear and front facing cameras, so you you can do augmented reality stuff. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. Actually, they kind of sh- actually no, they didn't they show did. any. They didn't did they show any AR game? I know they uh, showed. I know they showed you pointing pointing the controller at the screen and using it as like a sniper rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Not so much like augmented reality, although that kind of is like a close line though between those two. Like when you're talking about doing something like that, where they hold up the, you know, the the pad and have it move so you can dodge arrows and stuff like that. I, I think yeah. that's kind of a close thing. But it, they didn't specifically show you doing anything really alternate reality, like using it to like fly a plane or anything crazy like that. Because it does have full gyroscope and accelerometer and speaker and right. all that kind of fun stuff. And the sh- oh, I'm sorry, you go ahead, Nick. Okay, I, this is going to be real quick. Anyways, I was just going to say we should also note that you can still use um, any combination of four Wii remotes, classic controllers, nunchucks, and balance boards in conjunction with this new controller. So that'll open up a lot of possibilities for play too, and not lock you into just using the tablet controller all the time, like we saw it used as the tablet as like a golf tee and you, you saw like the, the sand and everything and he swung the remote Wiimote, which is kind of cool, but yeah, go ahead, Jared. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, I was going to say, um, they showed the, the, um, the kid using the tablet controller to catch a baseball that was in the air. Oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But then I'm going to step into like one of the next pieces of news regarding this, um, the fact that you can only, as of right now, you can only use one tablet controller per Wii U. Yep. So that was all ridiculous. those really cool ideas that you were thinking about. Half of them just got shot down. Yeah, <laughs> especially like if you want to play baseball with other people. Yeah, or, or if with four players, because yeah. you know the Wii U is definitely more of a party system. Not so much. Yeah. They're calling it the Wii U for a reason. <laughs> more all that about stuff you you're talking about is party stuff too. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right, though, Jared. Uh, Jared, Rob, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's kind of ridiculous. And they did say this is not final. They they said we're researching it. And like, oh, that's good. You're researching the thing that you created. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you need to research this? You made it. It's yours. Just say yes or no. They're yes like, or no. no? 
Yeah, Bob down at engineering says no. <laughs> Interesting that he's named Bob. Yeah, <laughs> Bob's are in Kyoto, Japan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right though, dude. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, come on. Like, either tell us yes or no. This is kind of goofy. Yeah. So um, that was the yeah, one thing that the uh, you know they can only use one controller. But the overall reaction hasn't been that good of one. It hasn't been that good of a reaction from not just the fans, but from the the market in general. Um, Nintendo's stock dropped five percent on Tuesday, and then another five percent was today. Yeah, I was going to say the first time it dropped five percent, and then it dropped again. Yeah, I yeah. think Thursday was the was the second time it dropped. I believe. Yeah, yesterday oh. it dropped immediately after they announced it on Tuesday, and then dropped again. On Thursday, yeah. which is is bad. Like it's well below where it was before they launched the Wii. Um, so I mean that sucks for them right now. But I'm sure they'll recover for that. I have no doubt because remember when the Wii was announced, it was it was a lot of the same thing. Like you crazy, that's not a controller. What is that? You can't play games with that. Retarded. Actually, in some ways we were right, <laughs> but it didn't stop them from selling 80 bajillion units and making. Very, very many monies. Well, the thing, the thing with the Wii was that it was so, it was so different. You know, what I'm saying it was so different. You immediately recognized how different it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with the Wii U, it's different, but it's not that different. You're right. But the problem with the Wii U, I, I, they presented it incorrectly. They presented it wrong. Like, yeah, that's of, why they're losing stock. It's not because it doesn't have potential. They're losing stock because the way they presented it was confusing to investors and people in general. No, I agree. Yeah, the general feeling afterwards was like, okay, maybe. I don't know. Like, how do I feel about this? <laughs> yeah, like they... If they would have like actually talked about the graphics and the games and showed a game, showed a game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Showed a game. You shouldn't have to ask them to do that either because you're launching a system. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. I right, do. I don't even care. Like, just show Cooking Mama, Wii U. This is the company too that has repeatedly come out at E3 and told us it's all about the games and things like that, and you have to play it to understand our vision. And you know what? Absolutely right on both of those points. So why did we not see, like, this is the game from Nintendo that's going to show you why you got to have this system. Exactly. Like, even just one I would have been fine with. Like, yeah. okay, it's still... The thing is not coming this year. In fact, Reggie kind of said... Was, I believe that it was coming in early 2012, which would be an odd launch date for a console. But Reggie said offhandedly in an interview, hey, keep in mind, this we're still at least a year out. So I don't think we're mm. getting this thing in the first half of 2012. Well, but that's... still, there, there's got to be something. They ha- they have to have been doing something down there besides just making the system. There's got to be a game. Clearly, they're not making Wii software. What are they have a lot of studios in Nintendo? What are they doing? They're making 3DS games, but they got to be doing something for the Wii U. They have to be. Where was it? Uh, they're trying Very to make... frustrating for all of us. Yeah, I mean, like you know, E3 is coming up. You have, uh, you know, you prepare. It's it's the showcase of the year. You know what I'm saying? So if you were gonna get somebody excited about a new system. That was the time. Yeah. Right. So you know they've got like what two months to the Tokyo Game Show. They've got a lot of preparations to make. Yeah, <laughs> we better see a damn game at TGS. 
Yeah. You better see more than the uh, yeah. one and, damn and game it, in TGS if you didn't really show like, any at E3. Yeah. If they would have showed Cooking Mama at E3, I would have been okay. But now they need to show something good at TGS. They could have, they could have shown the freaking Pikmin 3 that, you know, Jason was going on about. Like, that could fine. I don't just show me a game. I, I It's sad because I really never, like, thought or anticipated when we were talking about our E3 predictions that I would have been begging them to show me anything. Mm. Not just show me, like, a specific game because I really thought GT5. You really thought Mario would be a showcase, like a new Mario. I thought GT5. Um, you know, we had the Pikmin 3 prediction. Uh, I I would have taken anything. Show me, I don't know, friggin' Modern Warfare 3 actually running on the system, and I, that would have been something. Bring F-Zero back. People have been clamoring for that, you know? Any, like, really, like, I didn't think that I would I would be asking, begging them to show me anything. Yeah. Just just show me anything to let me know that it's a real system. Yeah. You know, would... like, they didn't launch a system, they launched a controller to me. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen... I don't know what Retro Studios is working on, the creators of the Metroid Prime series and Donkey Kong Country. They were all awesome games. I'd really like to see them create like an original first-person shooter for this thing and be like the game that is like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You can't play that anywhere else. You know, I don't know if that's what they're working on or not, but I would have liked to have seen something from them. I think that would have been cool. But you're right, Rob. Really, anything. They could have shown anything. would have been better than nothing. Yeah, it just made me sad because like you you're launching a system like as as cool as the controller is as many applications as it might have that is not what you're launching you were launching the system you yeah. could talk about that controller the way that they talked about it but then at the end of the day before the conference is over you show off at least a game a big game that you have and if not a big game show me a couple of little games just show me something that shows your system <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready for, for Reggie to just like so that's it that's the Wii U it's really going to revolutionize things you're going to play it on the show floor today but before we go I've got one more announcement I want to show you here it is and this is a the game they're like wow this is awesome yeah like, i kept waiting for that to happen at the end i'm like no it's, it can't be over yet he's, he's come back on the stage it's gonna be an encore he's gonna show something <laughs> oh please, yeah one more thing please show anything yeah. are and we not cheering happen. loud enough what's the problem <laughs> and that was the weirdest thing about this e3 microsoft was the only one that even tried yeah sony did do it either. yeah sony did the same thing i i sat there and did the same thing at sony's conference at the end that i did at nintendo's i was like okay awesome they're gonna have kevin Butler come out now. They're going to announce God of War four. They're going to do something big. Yeah, that's they what I thought. Put on too. some music, and I was like, "Oh, see, they're setting up for something. They're going to do something." <laughs> and then five minutes later, I was like, "They're not doing anything." God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was infuriated by both of them. Microsoft, yeah. at least they tried. And and again, that that Halo four would hit home a lot stronger if some idiot hadn't leaked it on Xbox.com earlier in the day. I still don't think it would have been like, yeah! But it would have been at least... Yeah, it would have been like, oh, okay, cool, nice. Yeah, there's that new Halo game. Awesome. We knew it was coming, but now we're seeing it. We first official confirmation. Right. Yeah, yeah. and it didn't have, like, and they tried and they kind of failed. And then, like, Sony and Nintendo didn't even try. Like, especially for Nintendo, like, Sony, okay, you had enough of a big surprise when you set the price point because I know people didn't expect that. Like, I know people didn't expect it to launch at the same price as a 3DS because that was a kick in the balls to Nintendo, as, as Jared put it. Yeah. <laughs> they yes. got to be thinking price cut now, man, for the fall. they got to be thinking price cut, I think. Yeah, but but then um, 
at the same time, like, so, like, okay, Sony can kind of get away with it. You know, it's still bad because, like, you're supposed to you're supposed to surprise people. That's why you're at E3. But exactly. like, for Nintendo to launch a new system, not really talk about any of the games during the presentation, really just talk about the controller, and then to leave off being the last one up, being the last one up for your press conference, and launching a system that you walk off the stage and you don't talk, you don't announce anything that's a surprise. Yeah. Or even anything that's big, even if it's not necessarily a surprise. It wouldn't necessarily be a, a surprise to see a new Mario, but at least friggin' announce one. Like yeah. at least it's big though. It's a it's a reason. Mm-hmm. There was no reasons. That it was just we have a really cool controller. But we had like to I, see it too. So, yeah. They could just announce it. No, we had to see it. We had to be shown it because right. we didn't see anything. Like we did here. They did later say about you know Smash Brothers is coming for. The Wii U and the 3DS simultaneously. And even cool. that was only like, cool. hey, we're ta- we mentioned it because it's yeah. not even in development. They're working no. on, on Kid Icarus. They're not. It's something that's years away, probably. So they mentioned yeah. that, and in a grand tradition, long-running Nintendo tradition, yeah, we're, we're still working on Pikmin 3. It's still coming. <laughs> this is the fourth well, E3 in a row, I believe, that they and, have said that, that it is under work. It's being moved to the Wii U. We got some news. Wait, did it, did they even move it to the Wii U? I thought they moved. No, they did to 3DS. No, Pikmin Three is coming to the Wii U. Okay, he, they did okay. say that. So yeah, that's happening. They didn't release any footage, not even a screenshot, not even a logo. Right, nothing. We, that's because that they're starting the from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I really am starting to think that because if it's if it's been in development since they mentioned it, or since even even if they started like six months, even if they started a year after they first mentioned it, it should be almost done. Yeah, and Miyamoto's, he's talked about it to people. Like, he's mentioned it in interviews and stuff. Like, it's come up, you know, that they're still working on it. But, like, they're still working on it implies that they had something that were they were right. actively working on before. Can't like, you at least show us a cinematic trailer? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know how cinematic Pikmin can get, but, you know, you know what I mean? Like, if we're not ready to let people play it, that's fine. Show us a trailer. Anything fine. Any Teaser. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Give us a logo at this point. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But if you get a logo, us a logo for any game, yeah. and I would have been fine. Like it's really like I, I'm serious. It's a problem, not because Darksiders is a bad game or anything, but when that was like your most exciting like third party game that people didn't expect, you know, and, and Batman. But it's like in in both of those games, like you already said, like the, the system's coming next year. By the time it comes out, and those those games come with it, it's not even really gonna matter. No, it's the same problem that plagued the Wii throughout its life. Uh, it's like the cyclical thing where, they, where the third parties are like, yeah, we're bringing this game to the Wii eight months after it was on Xbox. You guys didn't buy it, so we're never bringing anything out to the Wii again. You guys don't like hardcore games on the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of that happening. You, and it needs to day and date with the, with the other ones. And obviously, yeah, that's it does. possible in this situation. So. Yeah, it I, does. It does need to come out day and date. Like that's what needs to happen. I mean, Nintendo's talking about moving their first party schedule around to accommodate third parties coming out. Like if we're, we're talking the we're talking the talk, but nobody's walking the walk. <laughs> like that's all that's happening. Like yeah. that's pretty much what happened the entire time. Like that's it, it was just disappointing. Is really what that ended up being. Like like I said, they launched a, con- a controller, not a system. Yeah, I still like the Nintendo conference. Better than the the other two, only a smidgen more than Sony. Uh, actually, a lot more than Microsoft. But I guess Sony also much more than Microsoft. But it's funny how the one thing Microsoft did well they they by succeeding 
or, I'm sorry, by attempting and failing at making a big announcement at the end, they they did better than Nintendo or Sony did. Yeah, it, at least with that part. Yeah. I mean, like ultimately, I, I would just uh, run down. Honestly, like Microsoft gets a D minus, if not an F. Like Sony and like Sony and Nintendo had strong E3s, but like neither one of them I would consider an A. Like if if anything, Sony was higher to me. Like I'd say they get like a B, and Nintendo gets a B minus. Like, yeah, for failing it. to properly launch their, you know, or announce their console. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, they could. Yeah, that really they could drop even lower for that because that was really not a good announcement. It really wasn't a good, you know, kickoff to, because there was more hype and more excitement around the system before when it got leaked than when they actually showed it, and that's that's a problem. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm more a little more generous on Nintendo because I loved the first half of their other conference. So I thought it was fantastic. But they, that's what I mean. That's right. why it still pulls that, out. I would, like, I would it, probably it still give it like had a, a strong plus, but yeah, it, at the end there, it was, that was a total flop. That really was. And this should have been the moment that was the highlight of all E3. Mm-hmm. And it was not at all. Instead, it was like, the hell? Where are the games? Yeah, a lot of confusion, really. <laughs> I think we've probably pounded that home enough now. Yeah, so uh, those that's they it. weren't the only ones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They were weren't the alone. Disappointing. Yeah, the uh, the big three didn't really come through this year. I guess not that much. I mean, they did have big announcements. Well, Micro, I'm not even talking about Microsoft anymore because their show sucks. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's just talk about Nintendo and Sony. They both had big announcements that really didn't. You no. Know, <laughs> really didn't hit home. Oh, actually, no. Well, I think the PS Vita did. Vita did. That was a good launch for a system, but they didn't have a big announcement, and then Nintendo just failed to launch a system properly. Yeah, like, the thing about Vita, like, all, a lot of that stuff had already came, come out, so we already knew about it, so it wasn't it wasn't any big surprises there, except the price. Right. Um, Nintendo just totally... Uh, that, that 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 announcement was a failure. So I think Sony had the best conference, followed by Nintendo and then Microsoft. Yep. I um, give it to Nintendo just because I thought the 3DS, it really needed to show well. It really did. Because up until this point, it, it's been a really shaky launch. And they came through a big time of that. We saw a number of games that we had not seen footage of before. And we saw some great new footage of some other really cool games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Nintendo just by a smidgen, but I, I, I understand can't. why you guys. Went. Yeah, I, I, I just I can't. Understand. Like, you, even if you compare them, like Vita and, and 3DS, like you know they stand up pretty well, even as far as the conferences went, and that's fine because they're both handhelds. But like Nintendo launched a system, and it, and if you fail to properly like get people excited for your system, like you failed because you really missed the boat when you getting people to get people on board when you finally launch that system. Like they can try and get some people back now, but this is their biggest opportunity to like have people talking about nothing but that system until it came out. Yeah, yeah this it, is probably the biggest like system launch flop since. Um, I mean, it hasn't actually launched yet, but announcement since. You know, Sega was like, hey, by the way, our console is out right now. Go get it. <laughs> like, what? what? Oh, my yeah. God. I got to go. Yeah. Before retailer, anything else came out. Yeah, like it. Retailers didn't even have it. So you went to get it. It wasn't really that. They were like, wait, what? You didn't tell us. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, that's the only reason I can't. Like, they didn't have a bad one. Like, they had a strong beginning and a strong middle. Like, they, they had a very strong 3DS showing, but you cannot fail that badly at launching a system. Like, it should have been an A+, and it, they get a B from me because it, it just wasn't wasn't there. 
That's that. That's what did it for me. Like Sony only did better because at least they had a big announcement as far as price. Like even if even if Nintendo didn't show a game and they just announced the price for like you know for the Wii U and said like hey it'll be three hundred dollars or hey it'll be three hundred fifty dollars that would have been a big deal too. But they didn't even do that. Yeah, you're right. We that would have been nice too. But um, so so we turned to the third parties to see yeah. if they could pick up the slack. Do better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Which third, is really sad that you have to, but... Yeah, the third party is they actually showed the games that you want to play. That's weird. Uh, yeah. That. yeah weird. <laughs> they crazy? But, well, um, we'll make this quick. Because <laughs> uh, it's not much to really talk about. Even yeah, it's not much to hate on, that's why. But, yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, I'm such a hating mood. Well, that's it for part two. Uh, part three will be out tomorrow. Uh, you'll be able to find it on SoundCloud and mash those buttons uh, probably first thing in the morning. Uh, those of you who are using iTunes to get our MASHcast will probably get it a bit faster. So we will see you then.